0: Plus.
2: Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is January 18th, 2015, and I am your host, Renata. Today, uh, well, let me just say this, tomorrow would be... Martin Luther King's, or one day this week coming, I'm sorry, I think it's the 20th actually, would be Martin Luther King Jr.'s 69th birthday, I think, 68th or 69th birthday. So we'll probably talk a little, no, I'm sorry. Let me start over. It would be his 86th birthday. What am I talking about, 60-something? No, it would be 86th <laughs> um, on January 20th. So we were going to talk a little bit about that and how he would have felt had he been in the world today. Would he be pleased or would he be displeased? So we'll talk a little bit about that. Kind of recap last week when we talked about vision boards and my fitness pal and you know just getting into shape and things like that. Uh, I know Gary was interested in a recap, so i'm gonna do a recap for Gary and others who may not have um have heard that and you can always go back and listen to the archives because they are there um and we're just gonna check in and talk about some other things. so we were just um talking with Anna, and Anna was um just telling us some of the things that's going on. We were actually doing our check in and I'm actually starting to call late because of my computer issues, which Happens a lot. Um, But anyway, so we we, we had an ongoing conversation before I actually officially started the recording. So I'm going to go back to Anna. Anna, are you there? Yes. Okay, so let's continue our conversation. So you were saying that you get um, a little nervous because you, um, you get subliminal messaging that something is going to happen to you and your son. How old is your yeah. son, if you don't mind me asking?
3: He's 27. Okay. And nobody knows about, nobody in my family knows about this. I don't talk to anybody but you guys.
2: Okay. Well, you, you're not alone um, with that, because many of us don't share these things with our families. Um, you should share
4: sure and talk to others about it.
2: Yeah, but you are not alone, and we're here. We're all here, and so we kind of formed our own support system because um, I think we've all found that there's very little support um, outside of the community, which prayerfully one day that will change. But, um, you know, if you can stay connected to your family, try to do that, even if you don't talk to them about targeting, but you still need your family, you know, as long as they're not, involved with the targeting because people will tell you that some family members are involved. But if yours are not, then, you know, still try to stay connected to them because we need family.
3: No, I know. And I am. I mean, I'm close with my family, but I think it's like, you know, um, I mean, I don't think any of them are involved in targeting me or anything right. like that. Well, um, you are
2: blessed. You are That's something to be grateful for because many targets will tell you that there some family members are involved. So that's a good thing. At least you have them to talk to and, you know, just talk, just talk to them about things you used to talk to them about before the targeting and come to the community to talk about targeting. At least you, you know, will have somebody to talk to about that. So your fears about your son is what?
3: And the fears are that they threaten that they they threaten frame us with all different types of crime. And then they show me how they can do it and I'm like oh my god, I'm like, they really can do this. But and that's you know, true.
5: They
3: they show and me like that's... if I go if I wanna throw out like um uh, personal items like um old clothing or uh Anything and it's like, oh well, we'll go and we'll remove it from your garbage because you know we know everything you do, and we'll go and plant it somewhere and frame you for this crime. And it's like, oh my God! I mean, I'm constantly like trying not to, you know, respond to it, but mm-hmm. it, it's really hard. It's so hard. How, how
2: how long have you known about um, your targeting?
3: Since October.
2: Okay, so not long ago. I mean, all. I,
3: I knew something was playing out, but I didn't know. Um, I think I've said this before. I didn't know what was going on. And then when I got to Virginia, because when I got to Virginia, that's when I was introduced to the B2K. I had never experienced that ever in my life. I'm 49 years old. I didn't even know this technology existed up until then. And, where did uh, you move
2: from where, where where did you move from
3: from Massachusetts oh, okay. after trying to get my life together or back together <laughs> back on track um, <laughs> there was some really crazy episodes that played out and I just kept wondering like this is so weird because it's like I'm like what's going on I haven't been able to you know put my life back together where I've always you know up until two thousand and seven, led a pretty normal, organized, you know, life.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I worked every day. I worked from a very young age. Mm-hmm. I worked every my life. You Do
2: know. you have any idea why this may have happened to you?
3: No, um, I, I I couldn't say. Um, I mean, I can speculate. Some people. I I've heard so many different stories. I mean, I, what I would ask is, like, do you know, like, why? Do you know why you're targeted? Because I don't know why I'm targeted.
2: Well, I don't know if any of us are a hundred percent sure, but I think some of us have pretty good guesses. But there are people that will tell you that someone told that they were going to be targeted. So I guess you could say those people are a hundred percent sure. I think I can get pretty close, but I I mean you will never really really know. You know what I mean? Cuz not like they're going to tell you or they haven't so far. Um but like I said, there are people who definitely do know. Um But you know, I guess it really doesn't even matter because it really should not be happening to anyone. It shouldn't. It it this shouldn't happen. Um But I I think mine started at work at a place I used to work at. That's what, that's my theory. My mine.
3: Well, see, I can kind of, I mean, I can say things just became very um, out of the ordinary by 2007, at, on 2007. Mm-hmm. But, um, if I look back, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, there's been just some really weird, unexplained situations. Like I, I was pointing out to a friend today, I said, you know many years ago I tried to move out of, you know I, I tried to move into a new apartment and um, it was like my my income <laughs> My income um, suddenly stopped, and when I called to find out what was going on, it was like, Oh, the check bounced. And it was like, Okay, but the check bounced, and it was like a multi million dollar company. So, I guarantee you the check didn't bounce, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that went on for several weeks. Then, in that same, it, it was in a very short span of time because I like I said, I can only look back and, and be like, okay, yeah, there's been some very strange things that would probably, that should actually make me realize that it's probably been going on a lot longer. Um, then in that same time frame, it's like um, my gas heater exploded exploded in the house. Yeah. In, in New England, we have um, these heaters, you know, and they're run by I gas mm-hmm. that exploded. I mean, I mean. So my my income stopped for me to be able to, you know, get on my two feet. And you know, th- then my heater explodes. Then my car catches on fire, and and I'm like, okay. If, if you look at just that specific incident, I'm like, you could say, hey, that was a run of bad luck, you know.
5: Mm-hmm. But then
3: when I take the entirety of everything, and I'm like, okay, that's a bit too out of the ordinary, you know? I mean, if I sit down and I write everything, especially after after 2007, you know, um, mm-hmm. then, then you'd be like, yeah, I think it's been going on longer than you probably know, you know? Well, and, and then that's then where... Than the... I probably think.
2: Yeah, the, what you described, you know, things were just happening one after another after another, that's where the water gets a little murky because things happen in life. Water heaters explode, you know, cars go, cars break, you know, things happen. I think it
3: kind well, of... I know, I, and, and that's why I said if you look at it just for those instances, you know, that's not a big deal. You know, you wouldn't really, but if you were to look and be, like, if you were to go before that and, you know, I mean, it, it's been one thing after another after another. I'm, I'm just using that. No, 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 that no. Was... No,
2: you're right. I was agreeing with you because what I was going to say, it, it gets murky because you reality starts to get distorted a little bit because, things really do happen, incidences happen, bad things happen in life, but it's when it continues, when it keeps happening, keeps happening, then it's time to look at it because it's probably not a coincidence. So I, yeah. I totally understand what you're saying because the same thing happened to me, you know, things have started happening one after another, after another, and then it it's kind of like, hmm, there must be something to this. So I know what you mean. I mean, at some point you you, you start to realize this is personal. Somebody is trying to get my attention here. You know, so I I know exactly what you're describing.
3: Yeah, and it's unfortunate because I've also been told that my my son is targeted as well. See, now, after being tortured in Virginia, after first being introduced to V2K, Mm -hmm. um, then afterwards it was like, I was sitting there and I was like, oh my God, you know, like, first of all, I was wondering like, how long is this going to go on? Because I didn't know how to stop it from one minute to the next. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, I, I sat and I thought like, like, how would you even report the press? How would you describe it to people? You know, if you were trying to report this, like, and then all of a sudden, the next day I woke up and it was like, oh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll Google targeted individuals, electronic harassment, you know, and those are not terminologies that I ever even heard of, you know, so, but I mean, I did. And in a, in a sense, I was glad, but I will be honest with you. A, a woman tried to tell me, she's like, oh, um, you know, let's not sound crazy. I'm like, no, ma'am, I'm like, you know, I'm sorry to tell you, I'm like, but everything that has happened is crazy. I'm like, it sounds crazy because it is crazy. I'm like, things like this don't happen. I'm like, and if you, you know, she was trying to tell me, oh, maybe you heard of that term. I'm like, ma'am, I did not ever hear of that term. I've never known what targeted individual, you know, I wouldn't have known how to Google it. I wouldn't, you know, these are not words I would have been like, oh, let me put these words together because this is what it sounds like, what I'm going through. It's like, no, I was advised, believe it or not, to Google it, and I Googled it, and then I found out, oh my God, this happens to other people. But, yeah, a lot of other things. The scary thing is, I don't know how to prevent it from happening to my son, I don't know how to speak to him about it and i know i'm going to have to because i'm like i don't want him to think that you know he's losing his mind
2: does does your son live with you
1: he's here yeah okay
3: because because um though we had both we had both left the area we both came back you know, I mean, now I see. I'm like, okay, I don't know if they took us, you know, to to gather information on us. I, I couldn't, I couldn't speculate. I couldn't tell you from when. You know, all I know well, is that. Well, um,
2: <clears throat> you know, as a mother, and there are many mothers on this call. It, it, it it's um, I sympathize with you because it is not pleasant to watch your children being tortured. And I'll say yeah. fathers too, because that's not something a father wants to see their children go through either. So you know, I, I totally can relate to that. Um, but you know, they also use your children to control you even further. You know what I mean? Just uh, just the thought of you thinking that they're going to do these things to your son that that's that's real scary. You know. And, yeah. and they will use that to, to, to torture and further control you as well. So I don't know if you're a Christian, but the best thing you can do is give that situation to God because there's nothing, you know, that you can do. Um, like you said, if if you choose to tell him about it, I mean, I had to make that decision to tell my children, mine are much younger than yours. You know, that, that's your choice. Um Something that, you know, you'll decide whether or not you you think is best to do. But but if you notice things happening with him, like you can see some things, um, you know, that might be the better thing to do. Or does he know about you being targeted? Have you ever shared that with him?
3: No. No. Okay. So you I might mean, maybe he He just came back, like I've been back for um two months now. Mm-hmm. Two and a half.
6: And, oh, excuse uh, me, can I can I ask something? Uh, can I ask yeah. something or another? Okay. Yeah, go right here, Charles. He, yeah, yeah. Does he um uh, does he notice does he mention any strange things happening with him?
3: Um he did the other day that confirmed it it confirmed me. I'm like, Oh yeah, they're they're already doing this to him. Um mm-hmm. he mentioned it but he didn't like in other words, he's not aware.
6: Right, He he
3: just said, oh, you know, I had, and I was like, oh, Mm.
6: yeah,
3: I'm like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to tell him. And and my worst fear is that sometimes they, you know, they target me so bad that because I am, I don't know how to describe it, um, I'm very determined to try to get my life back. So it's like I wake up every day and I'm like, okay, you know, I'll try it again. And that's yeah.
2: good. That's what you need, oh. that determination that's going to pull you through. You yeah, know, um, you you do, uh, you, you probably might want to talk to your son, like Charles said, especially if you notice things happening to him. Because one of the things that they tend to do is try to break a person when they don't know what's going on. That's when they really can break you, you know. So you really don't want them to to break your son, you know. Maybe you may, maybe you can start by telling him what you're going through, and then maybe he will identify with some of that stuff that you're going through. And you, you know, know what and, then and take it and take him to some of the websites and. You know, those type of things to show him that it is happening to other people and it's happening to you. And, you know, just tell him, I just want you to be aware in case it happens to you. You know?
7: Yeah. yeah. You know what they were doing to me? Yes. Go ahead, Lala. You know what they were doing? Uh, I just wanted to tell her um, what they were doing with me uh, and my daughter. Um, when they couldn't get to me, then they would go and do something to my daughter to try to get my attention. Yeah. They're they're really cruel. Like, her father had touched her, you know, and um, they would use that. They used to use that a lot. Like, they would go with that. They knew that, and they would use that a lot. And they would put people into her dreams, and she would tell me about these dreams she had with another kid in the bathroom, you know, stuff like that. So they will, you know, if they can't get to you, then, yeah, they will try your child. Yeah,
2: and if you're the main target, you know, they're they're always going to do things to get to you. So all of that is re- really retaliation against you if you're the well, main and Well, and, and
3: I mean, I know that, well, I, I as far as being targeted, I'll be honest, I think my whole family is. I mean, my mom called me up because I was keeping notes. I've gotten rid of a lot of notes. I'm like, it's ridiculous. You know, I've looked at the stuff and I'm like, this is crazy. My mom called me up. I was getting numbing and tingling up my left arm. My mother calls me up, tells me she's getting numbing and tingling up her left arm on the same exact day. And I'm like, okay, heart attacks are not contagious. I'm like, this is like deliberately being done, you know? But yeah, I can't. Do you get the B2K? Excuse me. Yeah, that's what she's
7: saying. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yeah. because that's how I got my... That's what I had first. I started getting anomalous and in the arms and legs and stuff. And then a few months, like later months, I started getting the V2K. I started getting severe, really powerful headaches, like somebody, like a truck hit me in the head. And you go to the doctor, they give you medication for it. That doesn't even help. No, I when, have, you, um... when you go to the doctors, they will tell you, oh, well, we do have a certain amount of people that uh, claim about these same exact headaches, but uh, we don't really know, so they'll just prescribe whatever. They know.
3: Well, like I said, I mean, it, it's almost like, you know, oh, well, this is being done. So-and-so is going to call this one and, and, and tell them. You know, but, you know, for people to both have numbing and tingling up their left arm on the same day at the same exact time, I'm like, okay, that's very, that's very odd. You know,
7: but did you guys go to the doctors at the same time
3: no did
8: you- did no. you guys
7: go to the dentist or anything at the same time? No, um, as far as i mean I've gotten
3: targeted so bad that I've gone through some pretty extensive stuff that they've done to me, but I've actually not gone to the doctors because
7: no because
3: i don't I don't trust. I, I don't want to go near a hospital. I, you know, I mean, I will if I have to. But I've been. Yeah,
2: don't blame me for that one. Okay. Um, in the chat room says tells me to tell you not to say anything for your son to your son because people have to find out on their own about the targeting. I. That's the worst disagree.
4: thing you can do because that's all scary.
2: Yeah, I disagree with that, and let me tell you why. Especially your son's age. Let me tell you why I disagree with that. Because these people are set-up artists. They do a lot of things to try to set you up, to get you hooked on drugs, to, to put a female in your life or a male in your life who is a perpetrator, to do something to, uh, to set up these triggers to make you lose your temper, to get you put in jail or something okay, like that. Okay, No, 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 let me finish. No, listen. It is very important for a person, especially of that age to 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 begin their research to understand that these things are reality now that they are targeted. People can set you I have seen targets get get um, put on drugs. you know being in the wrong circle all of a sudden they have these new friends. next thing you know they're on drugs. next thing you know, they're in jail, they're in some sort of abusive situation. I know females who ended up in abusive situations. It is uh, to me it is really important for a person to know that they're targeted. And to understand Right. What, I what, agree all these, I agree with What that. What, I what, agree. What, uh, what are all these strange things happening? You know what I'm saying? I mean, we have all been to that point where they almost broke us. I was there. I have never in my entire life thought about suicide. Actually don't believe in it because I don't believe you go to heaven if you do it. That's me personally. So for me to think suicide and actually be that close to committing suicide if, if I had met someone that told me, wait a minute, now, that's, that's not your own thought. That's them, you know, in your head, putting these thoughts in your head. That could have saved my life. Thank God, you know, God rescued me from that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think okay. it's important to know. And maybe a little bitty child, that's too much to handle for a little bitty so how, child. How but a person how, of her son's age?
9: Mm-mm. How is the – how? I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. How is the child – she said that the, that the kid got an inkling the other day. How does he react? I mean, if he's turned well, around and called her crazy? Didn't an, he, didn't
3: he didn't have an inkling. What he did was he told me something, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay. this is, I could so see that it's the technology he, being worked on him because.
9: Have you this, told because, him anything about this, and has he turned around and called you crazy? Uh, excuse me? Have you told him anything about this? And what has this been his reaction? Has he turned around and called you crazy?
3: No, I have. No, I haven't told. I haven't told anybody except okay. for. Okay.
9: Listen, like I haven't he, told
3: anybody about v 2 k about anything if, if like he, that.
9: Listen, if he, if, if you talk to him about this, and then he turns around and tells you you're crazy, I would not go any farther into it. I would leave it as it is and let him learn the hard way, or her, because you're not going to get far if that's the attitude. Well,
2: let me let me tell you own. something. Let me tell you something, Anna. If you allow your son to to learn the quote-unquote hard way, and your son come up dead behind this, how will you feel? You need to. I, I, if it, I informed my children, and my children are much younger than yours, but I informed them when I felt I needed to. And, and I didn't do it right away. I did it when I started noticing them being targeted. And I did right. not want my children to wonder, what's wrong? What's wrong with me? Why are my friends isolated right. from me? Why are they treating me this way? Why is this happening? Why, why am I watching this happen to my mom? Why do I see the neighbors pulling up every time we pull up? Why did everybody stop speaking to us? You know what I'm saying? That stuff alone will, will drive somebody crazy just trying to figure this out. And every time they ask you, you say, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong. No, I I deal with reality. Now, my children are younger, as I said, so I tell them on a need-to-know basis. I do not tell them all about the satellite weapons and all about all that scary stuff, no. But I will tell them what I think they need to know. And that that's the choice that my husband and I made. So you have to make that choice for yourself. But I'm telling you, And I, I agree not,
6: I agree that he should be told, okay, I mean first of all, let's I mean let's get an understanding that he she said that he was twenty seven I believe he said she was he was twenty seven years 20s. old. He's
5: okay. in late twenties. Yes.
6: Yeah, okay, so he can handle it. Okay, and he should be told Okay, because to also add on to what Renata is saying. Okay, is that together? Okay, you strengthen you strengthen your your stance. Okay, when y'all do it together, that's if he. I mean, that's if he comes to the reality of it. But
2: you do not want them yeah, to send because, a perpetrator I mean, uh, this lady into yeah. your son's life. You do not want them to send a person to your son's life or any uh, or some friends. It could be male friends that are are not right. You know, you 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 know your son. You know we don't. But I tell you, if you do decide to do it, back it up with plenty of, of, of websites and, you know, websites that you feel are legitimate, maybe people that he can talk to on the telephone, you know. and And I wouldn't so much worry about him saying you're crazy because that's what people do. You know, nobody believes, hardly anyone believes this stuff. But the point is you're putting the facts out there.
9: And it's it's a harsh reality, but we already have that reality. It's part of our lives.
0: But you know what? I I, I will say,
9: I
2: will say, give him websites, though. Definitely mm -hmm. take him to websites. Take him to YouTube videos and show him that there are millions of people saying the same thing that you're saying, Mm -hmm. you know? Take come, you know, come to that Jesse Ventura brain invader. to that Jesse Ventura brain invader video. That's a
3: good one. You know.
2: And
5: you and know, the know what?
3: It is right. it's and you, right. you know what? It's it's this this house. I mean, this house. And and let me tell you, um, they they hit this house bad with frequencies because, like I said, my every. That my every day is to be like, okay, you know, any other time I would be like, let me get up, go, you know, Listen, go look for... I, which,
9: have a, I have a really good website to go to. It's called org. Write that down, all one word, org. It has a lot of technical stuff on there. It has a lot of information as to why, how, and where, and when this is happening and it will open up anything you
7: want. And also when you, um, if you, you know, like I don't have a, well, with me, I didn't have a choice. Uh, my, my my child was just coming and telling me, you know, and, and then once I started telling her what they were doing, then she could identify it. So it kind of helped a lot better, and she has more of, you know, because I would never would want her to know anything about this stuff, but it was kind of forced upon her. So I had to explain to her what was happening so now she has like a better grip of what's going on and she can identify it. You know the is
3: Because like I said, I I mean I I need to tell him um because the house is so when it hits hit so hard even even when Like, when I'm trying to sleep, I can hear it being worked on him. You know, like, he doesn't understand what's going on. He doesn't understand its frequencies. He doesn't understand a lot of, you know, what's playing out. Do you you get the
2: electronic harassment? Do you get any of the stalking or anything else?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I I get everything. I've gotten the the gang stalking. As a matter of fact, I was just telling a friend of mine, and I, he's probably the only other person outside of the circle that I talk to him about this stuff, but um, he he doesn't understand it, you know, but as far as the gang stalking and, and all of this other stuff, it's like I, I've experienced pretty much, I mean, everything, you know, everything, and um, I don't know how to shield the house, from from the frequencies being played into the house, I I don't have specific neighbors that I know for a fact are doing this. I I don't, you know, I can't I can't point my finger at one person and say, hey, it's this person or that person or, you know, so I I don't I don't know how you know they have the capabilities, but I do yeah. know that you know. It, it, it gets very uncomfortable in the house. I mean, it, it's it's uh, one of one of the TIs I was talking to was telling me about her horrific experience, and, and she's a very nice lady. You know, she she was a police officer. She's pretty much in the same situation as me, except they threatened me with homelessness. And yeah, um, I actually have like money that's supposed to be coming to me. I've spent money to get the money, and I'm almost to a point where it's like, I okay, I don't really have that much money to spend to get this money. But I'm supposed to be getting money, which would help me live a little bit more comfortably, and I would probably have more capabilities. But even that, I don't know if they're targeting my ex-husband, um, you know, not to sign the document, um, it's going to have to go to court, you know, all of this stuff. And it's like, in the meantime, you know, um, I just wake up to, you know, the torture and it's like, okay, (laughs) like I said, I try to rise above it. And that's, that's a very difficult thing, I think, because it, that is my, that's my nature is to always try to go and fix something, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, if, if the house doesn't have enough money and, you know, we are targets, um, I have to try to sustain us somehow, you know, I mean, I'm on disability, which is, you know, and and it's like, okay, I am trying to find work. Um, What they did to me is very scary because I know they could take, I, I know they could kill me in a second. I've experienced that. Um, okay, here's
2: the thing. Um, first of all, let me read this um, comment from the chat room. Life stolen says, I told my kids enough that if it happens to them, they can talk to me about it. And that's super important. That, that reason alone is enough to make someone want to tell their children because you don't want your children out there thinking, oh, my goodness, all this stuff is happening, but I'm crazy. I must be crazy. I must be losing my mind. You don't want them to think that. You know, you want them to be able to come and talk to you, like Life Solution said. So yeah, and every, that happy. reason alone is enough to, to to make, should make, you know, any parent want to talk to their children. But I would caution against talking to small children, you know.
6: They'll come out thinking something is wrong with them. Exactly. But exactly. in the meantime, it's like,
3: you know, my family is like, oh is he working and and they think they think that you know he's not looking for work and the thing is he is looking for work um believe it or not since he's been back he's been out in like very cold temperatures just like delivering delivering phone books <laughs> and um it, it's so bad that the person that he's working with i i think I'm like I, I don't even want to you know speculate, but it's like he has not made money working with this kid, and and it's like okay I I you I'm like like I told him today I'm like I need you to please you know like come home so that I mean I didn't I didn't say so that I can talk to you I was like I just need you to come home and we need to sit down and organize you know how we're going to be able to sustain a life here because he doesn't realize I've been threatened with homelessness, which means he's threatened with homelessness. You know, Um, like I said, it's not a coincidence that we left the area and then we both came back into the area both at the same time um, after, after me becoming aware of the technology, but yet sitting by and watching it play out between, you know, him and I and, and the rest of my family, really. Like I said, I wouldn't dare try to tell my family this, mm-hmm. um, because of the simple fact that I'm like, you know, and it, and it's sad. It's sad because, um, it would be a, a horrible thing, you know, if something just to happened to me and my son, or to any one of them. And I really want to tell them but I don't I mean Okay, so I, when
2: you when you say you're threatened with homeless homelessness, is that the V two K as well?
3: Yeah, that was um that was that was B two K and um that was back in DC. I was Okay, can I just
2: can I, can excuse me, can I just offer you this? Those are not your friends who's talking in your head.
3: These people are
2: trying to drive you insane, trying to control you. That's the ultimate goal is to control you, trying to drive you to suicide crazy, you know, something, okay? Please do not listen to them. Don't, I mean, try your best to tune them out. Uh, Try your best. And I know that that's easier said than done. But don't try to struggle to hear what they're saying. Don't respond. Don't listen. Don't listen. It's all just to keep you in that state of fear and worry and confusion and all of that negative energy. Take your energy and do something positive with it. Don't give it to them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it it, it, it eventually comes to the point where you just think to yourself, okay, just do it. You know what I mean? Like I'm tired of all of this. Just do it. You know what I mean? Like you get tired of all these threats and all of this, stuff that they're doing, you know, or trying to say, or these subliminal messages, or you know, all this crap that they're doing. So you just give it to God, and just whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? That's what you have yeah. to That's the point you're going to have to come to. If not, you're going to stress yourself out. You're really going to be very stressed. Yeah. Really. And, and this stuff takes a health toll on you, too. You'll end up with headaches and high blood pressure and heart attacks and all that stuff,
3: you know? Yeah.
2: So don't listen.
5: I, I don't know,
3: like, I hear a lot of the people, some some people are like, oh, I've been, you know, experiencing this, you know, for, for 20 years. And I'm like, how have they survived? I'm like, because. Well, some
2: people shield. Some people, you know, do shielding and those type of things.
5: But
3: some
2: people just simply, like me, I I just simply, I don't listen. I don't really care what these people are saying. I, honest to God, don't. I really don't. Because I know that these people do not have me in their best interest at all. So why am I listening to them? I'm not going to listen to them. I don't listen to them. I'm telling you. I've had them walk up to me and say things. I've had them put uh, notes on my car. I took the note and I threw it down without even looking at it because I knew it was them. I, I don't no, you can't, certain things you can't even entertain. You can't because they're looking for these signals where they can get in to your mind. And if they say, oh, okay, so she listened to that, she responded to that, they're going to keep it coming and keep it coming and keep it coming. And, and what, what better to do to a parent than to target their child? Of course they know your son is near and dear to you. So they're going to keep that coming. You know, so don't even give it to them. It, it, you just have to get to the point where, Lord, protect my son, protect me, protect all that I love, protect the TI community, and let it go. Let it go. You got to give it to God because if not, it, you know, it's going to take a, a toll, a serious toll, and that goes for all of us. Yeah. That goes for all of us. It is a hard, hard thing. I don't want to make it sound easy because I know it's hard. I went through a lot. You can go back and listen to the recordings. I went through a lot with my son. They tortured my son in high school, tortured him. And that was not easy, a easy time period to get through, and we're still dealing with the repercussions of that. So hey, I, um, I, I, I know, I, know I, I can relate to what you're going through. Yes, Ken.
10: Hey, I was going to tell her all the time. I had to go eat and I had to hang up. And I, I was hoping I would catch her. When you sat down to talk, to, and I would talk to my relatives, people that I owned, you know, if you put a, if you sat down with them with the right, there's enough information out there, like Jesse Ventura, the movie, the Brain Invaders. We've had the American Free Press who wrote several articles, and you can go back and pull them up. Veterans Today wrote a good article about us. There's a lot of good articles, and you sat down and you show them, here's what I'm going through, and, and this. Now they don't want to believe you, at least if anything happens to you, they know then they start thinking. Most of the time I I think when they just write you off as being crazy that I I, I jump to the conclusion that they're probably in on it and I would say probably ninety percent of the time they are. But I ain't saying her her relatives or anybody else is on it. I'm just saying when you argue that when you sit down and tell them about it, do it do it responsibly. Cause I went in a restaurant. I went in a restaurant with a TI, and she's telling the guy, "I'm a target individual because I'm a patriot." He said, "Explain that to me." Then she started trying to explain it, which I'd hate to even try to explain that myself. And I'm and I'm pretty good at it, explaining to people. I've got a lot of people on our side because I know how to not argue it, but we, we I talk to them about it. I listen to what they say, but most TIs. They won't give you time to get a word in edgewise. So anyway, the guy started. He started explaining that to me. Then she started getting mad. because he started smiling, she said, "Oh, you think it's funny?" Well, right away, you've already, you've already. If you could convince the guy that's going on, you just lost him when you tell him he thinks it's funny. Then you know, you, so you got to know how to argue it or how to explain to your relatives what's really going on. And that's all and then, you
2: know what, Brain Invaders Brain Invaders really is a good segue into that conversation because you can sit down and watch that video with your son and then tell him this is what I'm going through. And that video gives a really good explanation not only of what is happening but how it's happening because he takes the victims to the cell phone towers and he explains that those signals are coming from the cell phone towers. So I think that would be excellent for you.
5: I think
3: we <laughs> have to and, and. And Mr. Rhodes, you said who wrote an article?
10: Yeah, the American Free Press just wrote one the other day. It explains a little bit, but I've, I wrote, you can go back into the American Free Press, and it's been a couple of years now, but I wrote, they wrote like 11 articles for us. You know, that some of them, I didn't write any of them, actually. Deborah Paulson from Wisconsin wrote them. I told her what I wanted to say, because I'm... I'm very ignorant when it comes to writing letters or computer or anything, but she was very good. I just told her what I wanted to say. She did a good job, and she put my name on some of them because she didn't want her name on them because, you know, she's worried too. But but the American Free Press and uh, Veterans Today wrote a real good article on them, and I'm sure somebody should have it. You know, then you got the one with Anna Alexis. I may even have copies of that where Derek emailed him three times, and it tells about what – that he was getting voices in his head and all kinds of stuff. I mean, if you go in prepared, you can make people believe it. If you go in and just say, this is half me, this and blah, 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 you'll scare them to death, and uh, you'll never get your point across to them. It depends how you present it to them. Renata?
3: Okay. Yeah. I, I, that,
10: see,
3: yeah. And that's – I mean – like, I want to tell him, and then I'm like, okay, and then, of course, we all know that when I tell him what more than likely will happen is they'll probably start to target him even worse, you know, now that he's aware, then, you know, the harassing will start and all that other stuff. That's the only thing I'm very afraid of, because I'm like, I know, like I said, I wake up every day, and I'm like, even though it's become a full reality of, it's like oh okay this is this is what I'm going through, but of course, like I said, my nature is always to get up and and try to, you know, better the situation, no matter no matter what. So it's like oh okay, like let me you know, let me look well, for words. Well, I,
2: I um I waited until my children's targeting got to a certain level that I could see. I mean, it probably was worse because you know I'm not with them all day. But once I saw it get to a certain level, that's when I told him. So you have to decide when the time is right.
11: Yeah. But but yeah, but, and, but you and, still
2: but but even if you don't tell him that you think it may be happening to him, you still the the time still may be right for you to share what's happening with you, because what's happening with you is really happening with you.
3: Yeah, and you know, I mean, I I thank God that. I still think it's kind of odd that, you know, um, like I said, I, I've i never heard of these terms, and somehow it's like, oh, okay, you tortured me, but then you told me where I could find the information so I could find the which was kind of odd. Um, even when I told Derek, like when I first called Derek, I was like, look, I'm like, these are not terms I've ever heard of. I'm like, I'm telling you, it's not anything I've ever heard of. And um, so I found that to be very, very odd, but um, to know, and I always tell people this, I'm like, I'm not happy to know that there's people going through this. I'm like, no one wants to see another human being go through this. I'm like, no. but to know that there's people that can you can talk to and understand, you know, have people understand. Um, I think um, that makes it a lot easier, a lot more bearable, you know.
9: Renauda? Can you hear me? Yes, Monnie, go ahead. Uh, I've just been looking over this book. I think we finally have a, a good book that puts things all together. I've been waiting for somebody with a lot of credibility to come out and write something on this. And Dr. John Hall is very good at uh, articulating uh, the truth. Every, anytime he comes on, I've been waiting for this book. I do believe it's going to be something that will help us. I believe it's something that we can give to people, friends, family. And just say start. He starts in with the dawn of civilization, how man is trying to control the mind and and shamans and all that from way back. And then he goes into the Nazi thing and he goes into all. I just skimmed it, but he he knows T.I. and uh, his first book was all about his patient who just came to him and uh, she complained of the same things go through. And he gave her the benefit of the doubt. He knew her family. He knew her. He knew drugs weren't involved. He knew. He knew things were just down the line some way. He did research. They um, He surveilled her apartment or her home, wherever it was, and they found out definitely that something was wrong there. And since then, he's had all kinds of uh, thousands of TIs come to him. So he recognizes us as targeted individuals. He recognizes all these symptoms, and he put them all into one, um, uh, one chapter after another.
1: I do believe
9: the something that we can actually use is Dr. John Hall's book and I just picked it up today, So, It's called Guinea Pig Technologies of Control. And uh I I came in late so I heard you talking about, you know, trying to convince your family that is something that's major and difficult and we need friends. We need friends who do understand. That's one of the worst things about this about
5: this thing. Can I say something? Yes, go ahead, James. Thank you,
2: Ronnie.
4: Okay, um, yeah, that's real good about John Hall, and I um, I know he's done a lot, but you know John Hall um, is trying to sell his book and he's trying to make a movie, and I don't I don't know I, I have my doubts whether he's really into helping as much as he wants to sell his movie. I you know I I'm, I can't be sure of that, but there's a lot of people out there that, that are doing stuff like Pete Santilli is advocating for us now and as um Ken can tell you. And he's doing a really good job. You know, he's not as mm-hmm. medically inclined or articulate as John Hall. And oh no, I think back. He's very articulate. And um just so you can see, he had some he had a thing with Derek and I think he spent another long time Talking about it, so Derek's was eight hours, and I think he spent four hours talking about it once. Now he talks about it just about every day because Kenny calls in all the time. And, um, and here I'll, I have a this from just the other day. I think it was Friday. This is um, this is Pete Santoli. Um, Barb, a ninety-two-year-old lady, called in, and he talked about it for maybe fifteen minutes after she did. So here it's in the it's in the chat room now, the video. Go to thirty six minutes in because otherwise you'll you won't know where it is. And um also I wanted to say what I wanted to say that um you don't want your son to get depressed and um you know do anything rash. So it's probably a good idea to tell him at least about yourself. And you know you, you mentioned that they you know that they can kill you. Well, I I can agree that they, yes, they can. Um, Yeah, they've demonstrated
3: demonstrated those weapons on me,
4: too. (laughs) Yeah, well, they can can stop your heart and do all kinds of crazy things. But you know what? They won't do it. They won't, because I've asked them to numerous times. And they don't, because it's not in their, they're not being paid to do that. They're being paid to experiment on you and, and me and everybody so they're not being paid to kill you. They don't have that kind of authority. They would probably be killed themselves if they did that. Um, the um, and also, also, I wanted to say, the people who are not targeted, like maybe your son, you don't know that he's targeted. Maybe, I mean, maybe you do. I don't know. But if, no, if I he's not. If he's not, listen. If he's not, then the, the people who are not targeted, like um, like Pete Santilli, say for instance, when you get to know him. Uh, I don't think he's going to be targeted because he's—he's he's, people are looking then at, at him. And if he gets targeted, they'll say, you know, it, there would be a big backlash. People would rise up immediately. So they don't want that. They don't want any, any kind of bad publicity. So they won't, I don't believe they'll target people who are not targeted. You'll hear people tell you they will, but they don't know. And um, yeah, that's that's about all I, I wanted to say. I don't think people would targeted. I mean Ken, Ken's not getting any worse targeting than he already had. And if he was they they he would speak out and tell us and we'd raise hell. They know that. You
5: know, uh,
4: I don't think anybody's target targeting is gonna get worse. I you know, maybe they make some new ones, but I don't think they're gonna target people who are um trying to help. I really don't. I think it's a good idea
2: for you to just start by telling him your story. You know, just tell your son. I think it it probably would be best to um, show him that video because it really explains a lot, um, that Jesse Ventura video, and it's right there on YouTube for free. So just show him that and just say, you know what, I, I think this is happening to me. And then, you know, just go forward with showing him different websites, and he will probably say to you, you know what, I think it's happening to me too. You may not even have to tell him
4: about him, you know. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, best wishes. Um, this is Gary. Can you
2: hear me? Hi, hey, Gary.
4: Hi there. Uh, I may I may have something of some value that that I think has been working for me a little bit, and it's uh it's based on one of the words that she used early on, and that's the word coincidence.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: you can uh, there's individuals in my life that uh, I haven't I had not talked about anything related to this but I kind of started using the dialogue about talking about interesting coincidences that happen, because I think that might be a common theme. So I don't know about through everyone's experiences but I got to believe if there's any kind of subliminal messaging going on of any extent, one of the things I think they would like to do is to create create these coincidences to make you not trust a lot of what you think or situations. Um, And I I haven't discounted that capability (laughs) because I have reams of coincidences. And the thing is, is you can to someone based on things that are interesting and maybe spin it into it being humorous they'll actually open up and say wow that happens to me too wow that's crazy when that happens and, and I'll be like yeah you know what else has happened check this coincidence out and then after a while it, it seems like they loosen up and I will tell you there are there are individuals that were resistant to me talking about things like secure browsers and secure email and eavesdropping and all these other things. And now all of a sudden I I've actually gotten a couple texts saying, what was that thing that you asked about that you, you told me about the other day? And then recently I was as I was talking to Renata earlier, I I signed up for Start Mail, which is uh, it's a secure Uh, Online mail system, and I've gotten a couple people interested in that. Where as before, they didn't they didn't want to talk about it. And these are people that I have talked about coincidences, and they've been sharing coincidences with me. And I've even said it's funny how that can happen because I've always thought there are no coincidences, and it's just an easy way to get a feel for where a person is because they can securely and easily relate that to you and they could laugh it off as well you know how coincidences are that's why they're so interesting when they happen but I think it can lead to other things it can also be kind of a a, a guide for you on where they are and, and they might say things that they wouldn't say otherwise because if they if you just out and out and say well I think people are following me around and harassing me uh. That's different than say, maybe saying, uh, don't you find it interesting that sometimes it it seems like somebody that you've seen someplace else is in the same place that you are later on? Uh, I, and then they'll be like, I know, that's crazy. How can that be? I mean, we've been all over town, and all of a sudden we see the same people completely on the other side of town. That kind of thing, as opposed to the ominous, ooh, someone's stalking me. I, and I'm seeing it in a little bit of uh, progress. I just wanted to share that with you. I hope,
3: well, I hope thank, you got something you. out of it. I, I, thank you. And, and I, I just want to take the time and, and thank everybody because I think, um, you know, I mean, this, this, whole like conference call and 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 you too, mr rose i don't know if you're still there but i do find you to be a very admirable person um everybody the way the way i find the support is what gets me through because i think we all know it it, it can be you know there's days that it's non-stop and then there's days that it lightens up a little bit and you know, but whatever, um, and I and I do listen to people's suggestions on on how you know to go about maybe introducing someone to the information or, or pointing something out. That I mean, I I do. I'll be honest. I I feel that some of my family members, if I told them this stuff, I think they would be able to relate to it. But I don't dare because I'm also very well aware of the way they they manipulate people against each other. I've seen that. I've experienced it
4: you can always try to raise a point and maybe just drop it if they think it's crazy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
4: I think that's the beauty of the coincidence angle just because it gives you an escape hatch. Uh, you can relate something that happened and just say, well, you know, I know it's a coincidence, but isn't that interesting? It's, oh, well. And then now you're out of it, and they, and at least you said it that you had an escape there, and if they wanted to relate something back to you, they could feel safe saying, "Yeah, I know I have coincidences like that, like i'll I'll be thinking about somebody that I haven't seen in five years, and then all of a sudden, I'm in this other section of town, I turn the corner, and there they are. Wow, no kidding, that's happened to me too." And then just say, well, you know, it's a coincidence. Yeah, and then maybe eventually it gets a little more uh, to where they can talk about deeper things. You know, they realize this, these all can't be coincidences. There's just too many of them. And they're just too, there are things that I thought about ahead of time and now all of a sudden they're there. How can that be? I can't, you can't have a series like that of, of many of them and have them all be coincidences. Come on. So, sorry to interrupt, James. I just, it kind of was saying no, what you were. I, what I was going to say. Did you that, you something on, there. on it. That's good.
5: Okay, thanks.
4: Thank you, hell?
2: Gary. Thank you, Gary. Um. Okay, who else is on the phone who did not get a chance to speak? Alvira, are you there? I thought I saw Alvira. Yes, I'm
1: here. Yeah, how are you? I'm hanging in there.
2: You were um, sharing something with me the other day that I had not heard of before about the um, the doctor's office. Did you want to share yeah. that?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I went to the doctor's office. This is, this also happened in New York and Pol- Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, when I went, they took my driver's license, my social security number and all that. Then they wanted something more. They wanted to take a picture. Oh. And I said, no. I said it wasn't white right. And then she said it was the law. And if I didn't take a picture, I'd to leave. So I said, then I'm leaving because I think this is not, it's, it's not kosher. It, it feels like Hitler and FEMA. That's what I said. And I just got out of there. Yes. Had anyone heard
2: of that before? Had anyone heard of that when you go to the doctor you have to take a, a picture? Right there in the doctor's office, not just show them your ID, but take a picture. No. I never no, heard of that. It. It's coming.
12: I have that where, like, um they had me, they took my picture, like, uh, just so they have you on the record, so nobody can quote, like, uh, pretend they're you. Seriously. Uh,
2: but yeah, you can, we, well, you have to show your ID. I understand that, so nobody can pretend they're you. But to physically take a picture? Yeah, they not, do, they uh, do that.
12: They they did it not just with me, but, like, a few people in line after me at my gas oh, gastroenterologist. Wow. So, and this is in New York State. So, like, um, I
5: don't
12: yeah. Know, yeah, so, like, um, it's more fascism. I'll, I'll go on further uh, real fast. Um, I don't play the lottery anymore, but about five months ago when I did it at this one gas station, um, they had to show your ID, and they, you know, they took your name and everything. So fascism oh. is here.
3: Wow what is what happened?
12: play the lottery, and I had to show my uh, driver's license i'm fifty two I look pretty good for my age, but the fact of the matter is everybody that plays lottery at the station I read some complaints online about this gas station um plays the New York state lottery. you have to show your i d and they like basically you know they record it your name and all that so um, read, uh, uh that
2: that's interesting scott i i never wow. Hey,
1: it's coming. I think um, it
2: virus. so is that for a certain medical plan? Is that only like if you have the Obamacare or that?
1: I think it's Obamacare that's done, that crap.
12: I have Medicaid and I had to do it. Yeah, I have Medicare and I had to do it. So do, it. So do I. Do that? hmm? That's,
5: really
1: that's
3: what's happening. No, what did you guys have to do to show your ID?
2: They had to take a picture in the doctor's office, not show their ID. They had to get in front of a camera at the doctor's office.
1: This is after you show your driver's license, which have your picture on it, and your Social Security number. Exactly. Yeah. You
12: know, like somebody, somebody's gonna want to come in the doctor's office, and I'll be polite about this, and have a colonoscopy done instead of you. They're gonna like you know, they're gonna say, Oh, okay, put me under and just like stick this up my backside. No, you know, I don't I don't insane. think
2: that's the reason. I don't think no. that's the reason because your your photo ID will prove that it's you. You don't have to what? take a fresh picture to prove it's you, you can show your driver's license. Oh you. of course, of life. course.
12: This is more it's all control. Every every bit of this is control.
2: Oh, Elvira, let me ask you this. So would you have to do that every time you went, say you had an appointment today and then you have one next week. Did you have to do it every no, time one or one
1: week. time? Now once they take your picture, they have it in their system. Okay. So that's it. You know, you know. Then you just show your driver's license, which you have your picture on it every time. I just, it just felt like Hitler to me in 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 FEMA. So I told her, I said, I'm Let's a see, human activist. Uh, I said this don't feel good to me. And I'm not, you're not taking my picture. And they do that in the mental hospital too. When they kidnapped me, I told them, no, you're not taking my picture. But they waited until I went to sleep, and they took my picture. Wow. Oh.
6: Okay. Okay. Yeah. People, to that's, to people, that's to get people. That's get people. to get people psychologically um, prepared. Okay. Yeah. You know, in the mood for it. Yeah. Okay. For a police state. And that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. That's okay. What okay. What I, I got it. You, um, you ready? I got it. Excuse me, I got a correction. I got to make okay because I said something last week about the cards, okay, that they was gonna give homeless people. Okay, well I found out that it's not just homeless people; they're gonna make it a, a citywide thing.
2: Okay, that that's um, like Certain that criteria in ID there for
6: homeless people. Yeah, that sounds
2: like that national ID card that they're rolling out.
12: You know, the original National ID card after 9-11, you guys remember this at all, they wanted your retina scan on there, I think a sample of your DNA and uh, a thumbprint, you know, really, in, in addition to your photo, and probably a hologram in there too. And to cross the bridge into Canada, I won't go into Canada, well, um, you have to have a special like, not just like a passport, passport will do, but they call it a enhanced driver's license where you have to pay like, I think 100 bucks or something like that, this isn't anywhere I guess to go into Canada. And like uh, it has all the special stuff in it. I don't think it has DNA or any of that. But it's just uh, Charles is right. Like, that's all they're doing, like with Ferguson and all this militarization and all these laws. A lot of the stuff seems. Some of the stuff may seem petty. Some of the laws, but every like it's not petty that you can't feed the homeless in New York. I'm just saying, Charles, that they have that law, mm-hmm. Bloomberg, mm-hmm. and all other parts of the country. But like you can't grow a garden like in the front of your, you know, your front lawn. Little things here and there. It's all getting people used to the control grid, and all that includes, like, stuff you see on TV, all these things like portraying the military and the cops and all the federal agencies that could care less about the common people, portraying them as heroic and brave, and everything's militarized, and everything is control and power and terrorists and mm-hmm. threats. It's all conditioning people, and they're doing a great job. If you look at the way people just – I've said it before, like with the Milgram experiment and other stuff, you see how people just, like, fall before authority and obedience yeah. and finally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean,
6: I mean, I I have never seen a time in my life where people are so docile.
12: oh no, no, you're right. Oh my God, they're just—they will do anything. Like, I mean, just about if an authority figure told them to run in front of like traffic, and it's like—that's extreme. But you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They've—they've never been so like docile, and they just can't think for themselves. And yeah. he add the very real mind control and brainwashing to it. It's not hard to see how a program like this like goes on so easily, and how so many people so gladly like you know get involved. I just want to throw in like one thing of my own real fast for now, Charles. Not to go off subject, but it was on gang stalking. Um, as I've mentioned before, like uh, a good fifteen of my neighbors on my street, you know, were involved in this. So it's like a symphony orchestra, like introducing one instrument at a time. While one of the neighbors moved in about a year ago. This lady who's, like, five dress sizes too small was stuffed her big ass. She stuffed herself into this dress. She comes out, stares straight at me from across the street, as she slowly shuts the gate staring at me like I'm going to, like, go over there. And, like, I've had this before. The next-door neighbor shuts the door real slowly, like, staring. They love that glare. Like, I'm a threat or just trying to give me some kind of subliminal message or whatever. And I'm telling you, I can't prove it, but there is some kind of, like, directing energy weapon or something that makes a ti or anyone look in a specific direction. or something. I don't know if it's a cell phone app or whatever, but I bet my life on it, literally, because I've had this like looking back a couple hundred times in my life. Whether it's a squad car, whether it's a neighbor, whatever, but it's a trigger of some kind, or it's supposed to be. And I just like, and it's not like they can literally like like mimic your brainwaves. That's like a fact. This is a patent thing, patent. But I mean, literally, like I just. Like, feel like, oh, I think I'll look in this direction for some reason. Like, right there, you have some moron retired piece of crap just staring me down the glare, or a car going by extra slow, like a gangland shooting, or something like that. So, I was going to tell, like, uh, this lady uh, that was on before asking about her son look up the patents that you can find all over the place for directed energy weapons and mind control stuff. There are tons and tons and tons of articles how the Army, I mean, the Air Force and Navy, I'm pretty sure. And, like, uh, law enforcement, well, they have, like, the, uh, what do you call it, the acoustic weapons, but they have stuff that can basically, like, you know.
6: Somebody's like, calling me. Hello, so,
12: uh, huh Huh? Well, Charles. I
2: think his phone rang. Oh,
12: sorry. I was just going oh, to say this lady can tell her son. Excuse, guitar me. I, excuse um, me. I didn't George. want to let Elvira finish
2: her story. Elvira was telling us about the doctor's
12: office. Oh, sorry, Alvira. Please, go ahead.
1: Yeah, go ahead, Alvira. That that was it. I just, you know, so you know, and I needed my medication, but I say forget it. And I'm just doing it without it if that's how I have to get it. That's all. I'm just that's... going over the counter. And you know
2: what? They, they're probably rolling that out uh, where you are in Florida and maybe where Scott is because I don't think that's happening here. At least I have not heard it.
11: It's um, coming, though. If you're if not there. It will be there.
2: I know. So, I believe
1: it. You need to start. If you got a a, a a primary care doctor, whatever, whatever, you need to start asking questions now about it before it gets started. Because the next thing you know, you're gonna walk in his office and say, "I gotta take a picture of you." You know. That's incredible. I think incredible. the mental health. I think the mental health have a lot to do with everything we're going through. Mental health. The mental health.
5: Oh, yeah, 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 you're
12: right. Because you know what? Um, they've consulted the psychologists and the psychiatrists the psychopharmacologists the drug doctors. It is all part of this thing. The anthropologists, sociologists, computer experts, neurologists, neurophysiologists, dozens of, like, fields literally are involved in this. You know, they are. Uh,
5: what did you say, Elvira?
1: That was it.
2: Okay, well, thank you. Know, you. I just
1: wanted, wanted everybody to be aware that this is coming to to their, you know, city too, so, and when it does be ready. I think we should. There's a there's a website that I've been on. I, I'm not in my email, but uh, there's a website.
3: No, I know. I actually, I I went to apply for a job the other day,
5: mm-hmm.
3: and I thought it was, and and of course, even the fact that the guy called me, he shouldn't have called me because I failed the typing test he did he did an assessment um they send you an assessment test and it's been a while since i had a uh, a computer so i'm like okay um but i failed i failed the typing test so i shouldn't have received a call for him to say oh come in you know um but but i did He, he ended up calling me and now they never said hey uh you know you're coming in for a job. What he said was, oh, um, I'm just doing a follow-up call, you know, for this guy, and, um, you know, then I, can you come in? And I said, yeah, you know, I I mean, never, hey, you got the job, or this, that, or the other. So I went, and, um, all of a sudden, the lady's like, oh, well, let's go for a drug test. And and I'm like, oh, I said, oh, that's kind of odd. I said, because, I didn't realize I was coming in for a drug test. I mean, that's no big deal because I don't do drugs. So, you know, but but I thought it was kind of odd, like I said, because if you look at the assessment test, it's like you shouldn't be calling me because I failed the typing test. But then, anyway, um, I go and sit in front of this computer, and this guy says, well, and I, I want you to check off here that, um, and I'm like, you want all of my medical records? And he's like, oh, you're the first person that ever noticed that it said all. I said, yeah, it says right there, <laughs> if I want a job. And, I, I mean, I gave it to him, but I'm like, I didn't feel comfortable with it. You know? Well,
2: and this was for a job?
3: For a job that I still I – mean, I haven't even worked for them.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, you know, you have to um... – Stand up for yourself and be okay with saying no. It took me a long time to get there, but no, you you should not, you should never give, you know, your medical information to a job. No,
3: mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? I said for, I, I mean, but but it's one thing. I just felt like it was all set up because I'm like, I'm like, you shouldn't have even called me. I didn't pass the typing test. So I just feel like, oh my God, what is going to happen now? This guy has access to all of my medical records. You know. Yeah, that's I'm probably
2: like that's probably not even a company you want to work for. And I'll tell you something else. If you guys go to like therapists and doctors and things like that, there's a consent form. There is usually a consent form that has to be signed for for your doctor to even release your medical information. Yes. And I, I, I would suggest that. Um, you never signed those forms. <laughs> excuse me, those forms blank, because one person that I uh, went to see, he tried to get me to sign the form releasing him to release my medical records, but he didn't have the form filled out. So I'm like, well, who are you releasing it to? And then he got the stumbling and stuttering and things like that. So. You want to make sure that that form is completely filled out. If you ever release your medical or any kind of important paperwork to anyone, don't well, just sign blank stuff.
3: Don't the thing, give consent. The thing was, I'm looking for a job, so I'm like, well, you know, hopefully you won't need access to my medical records. You know, I mean, because you want a job, <laughs> you know, I, I'm like don't, I, need... I don't
2: remember. I don't remember jobs needing. I, I would imagine certain type of jobs, you know, may. You know, require medical information, but most of them don't. So I don't understand
10: that. Hey, Renata.
2: Yes, Ken.
10: If, now, if you're on, you got to be careful on that one. I wouldn't give anybody access to my medical records. Another down business. But if you're on unemployment and they call you in for a an interview and you don't go, then they'll try to take your unemployment away from you. But when you go in, you still don't. You do You don't have to give up all your rights. To your medical records,
3: you know,
2: and then if you're looking
3: for so that, then, like, so you then say you what are. would you guys, what would you guys suggest I do? I mean, do I call them back and say, "Look, you don't have rights to my medical records, even though I, I, I said you, you know, I mean, I checked off, yeah, that's fine, because oh, problem, I'm like, I hope I get something? a job. Did
2: Did you sign something saying? That they can have access, or did you just give him a verbal authorization?
3: No if you check off the box, that's considered an electronic signature,
2: okay, so at this point he's probably gonna say it's too late. he might have done it already. I'm not sure, but i i would I would probably respond to something like that where if if I am hired, we can discuss that then, but if you're not even hired, you don't you know what I mean like that's an odd request to me. And I, I would just say, you know, if if I am hired, if you guys choose to hire me, then we can discuss my medical history then, and I'll, I'll make that decision at that time. But just to give you – I mean, if, because otherwise they're, they're going to base their decision to hire you or not off of what your medical records say, and that's not okay.
1: Well, like fish to
2: me. Yeah, I, I wouldn't – I mean – You can just call back and say, I have, you know, I've I've rethought that and I changed my mind. That's probably not a place you want to work anyway.
10: But, you know, all doctors are going right right along with the government. That's what I said earlier tonight, that we've actually lost all of our freedom. They want want, your defense.
3: That I felt was, I'm like, there's no need for that. I'm like, there's no need for you to have access to all of my medical records. But what do you, what do I do at this point?
2: Well, you just call back and tell them that that you just you 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 rethought the whole thing and you you change your mind. You do not wish for them to have access, and you probably want to back that up in writing, or, or call your doctors and ask them not to release it.
9: I'm so sure all doctors aren't. Am I still on? <laughs>
2: yeah, we can hear you, Lonnie.
9: I was just going to say all doctors are not in on this. I'm looking at this book again. He's got a whole chapter on psychiatry, though. He devoted a whole chapter on on a questionable practice of psychiatry. It has been bad, but I don't believe that all doctors are in on this. I think, um, especially well, I, think little,
3: little, I think, all little,
10: all, I think by little bit, we need all, all of them. them. Okay, let me me explain that, because I do think all doctors are in on it. Because my doctor, I've been going to my doctor for 20 years. Every time I go in, she says, Ken, you want the flu shot today? I said, Bob, you know better than even asking me that. Why would you ask? She said, because if we don't ask you, and they come and they send somebody here and we don't ask them, they can pull our medical license. So if they go into the doctor and say, we want you to do this against uh, whoever it is, and they say, no, we're not going to do it. they get their medical license for No doctor is going to give up his medical license for any of us.
8: Well,
9: all you have to do is say no, right?
10: Uh, who you has said- to say no? The doctor? You, that
9: was that would
10: seem to be discrimination.
2: That would seem to be discrimination that they want to know your health before hiring you. Although I could see some physical jobs. You know, of course, you know, they probably need to know some. Uh, medical background, but other than that, I, I would think that would be discriminatory to say, you know, if if you have um, asthma, you can't do this job. You know, I, I don't know. I what, what, kind of, what kind of industry wouldn't I, I,
10: I wouldn't can, give, them, I wouldn't <laughs> give them access to my medical records even if I had a job there.
9: Well, sometimes we need the job. I, I'm just thinking I'm trying to think in terms of the employer, why in the world would they would want that? I, and if it were a particular medical condition, um, you know, like you said, that would be discriminatory. Uh, but medical records would show if somebody has been uh, involved in drug addiction or something like that, I guess. I don't know. What, what kind that of industry is that? What, what is the industry? Sorry. If you don't mind, is it nursing? Is
2: it what, what kind of industry? Yeah, this is a temporary job agency. Oh, it's an agency. Oh. Now I know for my current job, I had to do a drug test, and I was always against drug tests, even though I yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't
3: have a problem with that.
2: Yeah, but I did have to do a drug test, and I I did that, and they cut a pretty big chunk out of your hair too. I might add, um, but I did do that, you know. But
11: I didn't have to release any kind of medical records. Um,
4: I wouldn't just. I think so. This is Benjamin <laughs> from New York. So what I think is that um, there's so a huge percentage of the population is on antidepressants. Uh, I don't know how much. I heard
10: 20% of women or 10% is a huge percent. So I think the psychiatry comes falls under that. So they probably want to like uh, see what di- label you have, then uh, program you and treat you in
4: a certain way. So if you're bipolar, they'll treat you that way. If you're depressed, they'll treat you that. Way. Whatever they whatever they label you, that way they can be programmed to act They probably won't even hire
2: you. I will say, too, I will say, too, for those looking for jobs, you might want to block your social media because they do go on your social media. They check out all your business, all your friends, everything you've been talking about, and all of that stuff. So I would probably block my social media while you're looking for a job.
4: Yeah. Anyone who believes we're not living in a fascist state is delusional.
5: (laughs) (laughs) We are
12: We've been in a fascist state for much longer than people think, you know, and we're basically in some form of martial law right now. But this this has been a fascist state for a long, long time. I'm going like is in decades. You got it. Just like, yeah, a lot a lot of the stuff is in, in your face, obvious, but it depends how much you want to look. And if you're a T.I., you see how hypocritical the freedoms they brag about are is and uh it's just it's it's depressing if you let it get to you I guess
3: well and I and I think that's the whole reason why it even got to that point is not so much that I was actually going for a job because like I said I took the assessment I failed a portion of the assessment the guy should have never called me okay what what type of work are you looking for I'm just curious this was um, customer service. Okay.
2: Because I was going to say, if you can try to find um, some work from home, they do have a lot of a lot of the employment agencies now will allow, like, administrative-type work to be done from home. That way you won't have to deal with the workplace mobbing. Hopefully you won't anyway, but I'm just saying.
3: If you could no, work from I think, home. I'm like, I don't want this guy to have access to all my medical records. I'm like, I just think that that's wrong. Well, then move
2: on. Move on. There's plenty of agencies out there. Just move on. Don't don't deal with them. Um, so
3: just call, just call them and be like, hey, you know what? I changed my mind. Um,
2: yeah, just say, you know, I really thought about that, and I ran that by several people, and no one had really heard of that with an employment agency, and it's a little invasive for me. And I, you know, I...
6: That's you it. just, tell you telling me you have second thoughts about it. That's
2: yeah, it. You, just, you just don't want to do it. That was very invasive. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. Um, but Quest for Truth in the chat room says, let's see, um, wait a minute. I think it was Quest for Truth. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't Quest for Truth. I'm sorry. It was School Bus Driver 98 in the chat room says, the SSI court hearing asked me about my Facebook, et cetera. They look at social media, too. Didn't know that either. Learned a lot today.
3: Oh, that's very interesting. SSI what court hearing?
2: Yeah, they 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 asked him about um, Facebook and the social media. They he says that they check out social media too. So,
3: why? But why why is, why is he in the hearing with
2: SSI? Uh, maybe he was trying to get SSI. Sometimes they give you. If they, sometimes if they deny you, they'll have you come to a court hearing and explain why you need it. Well, um, that's one of the reasons. I don't know why he or she had to go through it, but I know that that they do have court with SSI.
10: You know, you know what Zuckerberg said. He's the he's the founder of Facebook. He called he called all his people on Facebook dumb elfers. Really. And he did that right on national TV, Dumb Elfers, oh. everybody on Facebook.
2: Wow. Um, Gary, are you still there?
5: Yes, I am.
2: Okay, I promised you I would recap <laughs> last week, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to put everybody on hold except you so I can recap this for you. Okay? <laughs> okay, <laughs> on. Thank you. Okay, hold on. Okay, I'm going to unmute everybody in a moment. But I just want to uh, recap for those of you who were not here last week. Um, and Gary's one of those people who, uh, who did not make it last week. So I want to recap what we talked about because Gary was interested. And remember, the archives are always there. So you can go back and listen to um, three, year, three and a half years worth of archives or almost three and a half years worth of archives. So they are there. And if you need me to tell you how to get to the archives, I can do that. However, last week, we talked about the law of attraction. Didn't go too deep into the law of attraction, but basically, everybody knows the law of attraction basically is a universal law that pretty much states that uh, thoughts become things, and we can attract anything into our lives that um, that we need to attract, and these thoughts Your dominant thoughts can attract negative things into your life or they can attract positive things into your life. And so we talked about that a little bit. And one of the ways that I thought of to kind of help that process along, because, you know, we're always trying to move forward. We want to try to get ourselves in a positive um, place with this targeting, although that that can be a challenge, but it can be done. I believe that it can be done. And, you know, if we're – feeling pretty positive one day or one minute because this is a minute-by-minute thing with this stuff, um, and then we're feeling negative, I think that we can get ourselves back into um, a positive place or or a positive um, frequency or positive vibe or whatever you want to call it. So I think it's really important to create goals for ourselves. You can create goals of how you want to move forward with the targeting you can create goals of how you want to move forward with your life, the steps you want to take to put yourself in a better position financially, emotionally, or any other way. And I think it's super important to create goals for yourself, small goals, medium goals, big goals, long-term goals, short-term goals, or whatever. So one of the ways of doing that could be to create a vision board. A vision board is... As most of you probably already know, um, it goes way back. I remember doing one years and years ago, but I didn't pay much attention to it. But it's basically like a collage of things that you would like to see happen in your life. You can cut pictures out. You get a um, what do you call those? Like a you can use like a cor- a corkboard thing, or you can use a poster board, or uh, there are apps now. You know, there's an app for everything. So I have an app on my phone. And you just kind of take pictures off of the internet, out of a magazine, out of your own personal photo album, if you want to um, put positive energy towards family members or friends or whatever. And you put all of these things together in one place, like on a collage or this app or whatever, and you look at those things and you get those things into the forefront of your mind because the things that you get into your subconscious, those things um, become your dominant thoughts and they kind of begin to manifest if you really focus on it. For example, if you know someone that is always negative, always talking negative, always thinking negative, those people are probably not having such a pleasant life experience. And although we really have done nothing to bring this negative Um, energy into our lives, um, I think that we can turn some of it, at least some of it around, by thinking more positive and attracting or at least attempting, nothing beats a failure but a try, um, attempting to attract more positive things into our life. So that's one of the things that we talked about now. I have shared some of the things that was on my um, vision board. And I haven't created the one that I'm going to hang on my wall yet, but uh basically, just to recap a few things in I mind, I'm definitely not going to say all that stuff I said last week, but one of the things I want to do or I'm going to do, is become a motivational speaker. So not only do you create this vision board and just look at this board every day and try to get these things imprinted in your mind, but you actually have to do something towards them. You have to put prayers. Uh, put wings on those prayers, as I say. You have to really uh, work towards these goals. So basically it's just goals that you're going to work towards. So if I want to become a motivational speaker, I'm going to have to listen to uh, motivational speakers that I admire. I'm going to have to do some research into what it takes to become a motivational speaker, maybe take a class in speaking, whatever it takes to get to that place where I want to be. Um, I know that I need to be organized. I am—I I will admit—I am not organized. I'm just—I have not been. But all last week, since I started this vision board, I have been doing things. I went and bought some hangers. That oh, I'm so proud of my hangers. I wish I could show y'all my hangers. And everybody in the world probably knows about these hangers, but me. But I just discovered them. There's a hanger that you hang in your closet if you don't have much closet space, which I don't. And you and it, it's like a cascade all the way down, and you can hang like five or ten different blouses on one hanger. Oh, it's so nice. Anyway, I have a problem with organization. So I went and purchased these hangers so now I can hang up everything and I don't have to, you know, worry about that problem anymore. And I've done other things. I spent like four hours just rearranging my room and putting things in order and shredding papers and You know, I have to do something. That is not, I'm not a domesticated person. That's not something I enjoy doing. I really don't. But again, that is one of my goals. That is my vision. So I can't just sit there and look at this vision board and look at these pictures on my phone app and think that these things are just going to manifest. No, I have to actually do something. Um, What else is on my vision board? A lot of spiritual stuff is on my vision board because I desire things of the spirit. Uh, weight loss is on my vision board. So I've had to walk a little bit more this week. I had to pick up the pace a little bit more. And by the way, I did lose four pounds this week. I lost four pounds. Uh, so that tells me that I've really worked hard because you know, I hadn't been losing four pounds. I had been gaining. So that, that four pounds loss is better than gaining. Um, I've been trying to eat right. You know, I've been tracking all the food that I've been eating. So that's what we talked about last week. Just creating a vision for ourselves. I, I, and let me tell you before I move on, there is an app that I actually uh, talked about too. You don't have to put it on your phone. You can also put it on your laptop. It's called MyFitnessPal.com. So MyFit FitnessPal.com, all one word. Um, it's a wonderful app. It tracks it tracks the calories, the carbohydrates, the sodium so on, so on, so on, okay? So that is an app that I'm using. They have an online community where people give excellent advice and, you know, all that good stuff. So that's what I'm doing towards my weight loss goal because I'm actually doing something and I'm taking it serious this time because remember I said I did this before years ago and the the chart thing just sat on the wall and it just sat there. It looked real nice just sitting there. (laughs) But nothing ever manifested because I didn't work towards it. So the law of attraction says if you start to put your energies in a certain area, the universe, God who created the universe, will respond. So you put in a little bit of energy and a lot of energy is gonna come your way. Things will people will just start it it'll just happen. It'll I can't even tell you how, can't tell you when. Some goals are short term, some goals are long term. Okay, but It's worth the try because I truly believe that we can create our reality in spite of what is happening to us. I really believe that. I truly do. You know, and that's another thing. If you don't believe that you can achieve something, then you probably can't because you have to be thinking in that direction. You have to believe. You have to have faith. Otherwise, you know things probably will not change for you um, and so that's that's a recap of what we talked about. uh what else did we talk about? Oh, um, I gave the scripture Romans ten and nine on how to become a Christian because people had asked several people had asked me recently how to become a Christian. Uh, some people are atheists and they're rethinking atheism and they're thinking of becoming Christians and just want to know a little bit more about that. So I gave a scripture, Romans 10 and 9, about how to become a Christian and and actually went over the sinner's prayer, which is a prayer that we do at our church. And once you say that prayer, you can consider yourself a Christian and just start to do the Christian walk. Now, one thing I do want to go back on that I said last week I said that I do understand that not everyone is into organized religion. Not everyone wants to go to physically to a church for whatever reason. Some people just don't believe in the whole organized religion thing. And I did say, in my opinion, whether you want to do the whole organized religion or not, you still need to have a relationship with God, with a higher being. You do. That's just my opinion. Um, It makes it all a little bit easier. It doesn't take it all away. I won't tell that lie, but it makes it easier. You have faith now, you have hope, you have someone who you know and you believe in your heart is protecting you. If you do not want to go to church, that is that is up to you. Um but there there are um ministers that come on the radio, there are plenty on YouTube, you know, you can you can find other ways of getting that fellowship. But with that being said, I would say that I would advise that if you don't mind going to church that you might want to find a church family because it is nice to have um, that fellowship and to have like-minded people around you to help you grow spiritually. Most churches will have a new beginners class or course or, you know, and they'll teach you the principles and the guidelines to Christianity and those type things. So if you can go to church, I would advise that you go. I go you know, periodically when I want to go now. I used to be a every Sunday throughout the week kind of Christian, but I changed that for myself. But I would advise that if you, you know, if it's okay, you know, just go and try. Try to meet some people. Not everybody's bad. They want you to think everybody's bad. They want you to think that everybody's in on the targeting. They're not. There are people on this call, Lala has wonderful, um, um, Christian friends at her church. She She's very social at church. She's active in her classes. She goes to different fellowships during the week and things like that. She doesn't have a problem. Same with Lonnie. Lonnie enjoys her, her Christian family. You know, they hang out, they talk, they read the Bible together. So it's not all bad. You do hear some of us saying that we get targeted in church. I'm one of those. However, there are some that do not. So I would strongly advise, especially if you are a new Christian or any religion, you don't have to be Christian, you can be whatever you are, try to fellowship with like-minded people. It would just be good for your development and for your growth as a Christian or whatever religion you choose. Not pushing Christianity. I'm a Christian, so you're going to hear me talk about Christianity because I am a Christian. But whatever religion you choose to be it would be nice if you could go and fellowship with those people, you know, and learn from uh, from those people on how to be the religion that you're choosing. Don't just go in with the mindset, oh, I get targeted at home, so I'm going to get targeted there. Well, maybe not. You know, maybe not. You don't know unless you try. And it's just always better. You know, you go, you hear the scriptures, you hear the songs, you know, and it's good. It's good. So that's what we talked about last week, Gary.
4: Well, thank you. I'm glad you summarized. I'll make sure I go back and listen to the archive. Yeah.
5: Also.
2: And, you you know, not everybody, a couple people commented last week that they, they're not into the whole vision, creating a vision board, you know, collage or, you know, whatever, seems kind of elementary or whatever. And And that's fine if you don't want to do that. But I will say get a vision. Get a vision for yourself and keep it close. Keep it at the forefront of your mind. Visualize what you want. And I'll tell you what, if you're focusing more on yourself, you're going to focus less on them. And that's the goal. You do not want to spend the 24 hours that God allows you to be in the land of the living thinking about them. So ask yourself this, what were your dominant thoughts all last week? what were they were they were they i don't know talking to you gary (laughs) i'm not putting you on the spot gary oh i I know the audience but (laughs) you know i asked myself that what's my dominant thoughts today you know what i'm saying are my dominant thoughts them and what they're doing to me and what they're thinking and what they're plotting and where they're going to be next and if i go out here they're going to be there it has been i have to be honest it has been but i'm trying to change that and that's another thing that i'm uh, that i'm envisioning for myself I'm trying to retrain my thoughts, because all last week I kept catching my negative thoughts, and I kept trying to turn them positive, even on the small things, because I heard, some, I think I said this last week, I heard someone say, and I can't even remember, but it was someone I was listening to. I listened to a lot of people online. Um, someone had said that from little kids, we're trained, like one of the first things we hear is no. You know, well, that's a negative statement. You know, so instead of saying, um, I don't want to eat right now, maybe we could say, I'll eat later. You know what I'm saying? Instead of that negative, I don't want to, just kind of catch yourself with the negative. And it may not even be a bad thing, like it's saying, I don't want to eat right now. That's not bad, but that's a negative statement as opposed to a positive, I'll eat later. You know what I'm saying? So, I've been trying to catch myself with that all week because I want to start to bring my mind around to the positive energy instead of the negative. So I just want you guys to think about, you know, what your dominant thoughts have been and try not to give them 24 hours of your day and 24 hours of your thoughts, you know, not even half of that. Don't even give them half of it. But focus some of that energy. We only allotted so much energy a day. Focus the majority of that on you and how you're going to get yourself into a better situation, into, into the things that you want for yourself. Because before this targeting, I can guarantee you that we all had a vision for ourselves. We all had goals. We all had plans. We all had dreams. We all had inspirations. And we need to find that again and revisit that and bring that back. It's not gone. It's only gone if you let it go. You know, that's that's the way I see it. It's gone if you let it go. Unless you are relinquishing all of your power over to these people and say, you tell me that my dreams are dead and I believe you. You tell me that my goals are gone, and I believe you. You tell me that I'll never find work. You tell me I'll never find a husband. You tell me I'll never, and I don't want to say find a husband as in a a woman going to look for a husband, but you are the one telling me that I'm not going to date again. I'm not going to have a companion. I'm not going to have a car. I'm not going to have food. You know, if you want to give them that power to dictate your entire life to you, then Respectfully, I say have at it. I'm not doing it. Been there, done that, you know, and we don't have to do that, you know. Yes, you know, they do things, you know, where they sabotage a lot. I, I, I have it happen often, so I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. I know that it does. But don't sit up and predict that stuff is going to happen, you know, and just self-defeat yourself without even trying. Try doesn't work, try again. Doesn't work, try again. (laughs) You know, doesn't work, try something else. But try. That's the key word, try. Try. And then move all your energies towards what you want, you know. But you can't just sit back and and expect things to happen because it just doesn't quite happen that way. It just doesn't, you know. It just does not. You're going to have to put, I mean, we probably have to work harder the most to get the things that we want, you know. But don't sit there. Oh, I had a scripture too for that. But don't just sit there and just die. Don't don't do it. You know, I mean, don't do it. That takes me to my scripture because <laughs> my scripture was along those lines. Wait a minute. Here we okay. go. Matthew, because I forgot to do it at the beginning. Okay. Um, this is Matthew. Six and 25 through 34. So I usually do not give these long scriptures, but I will today because this this all goes together. And it basically is about worrying. So this scripture says, Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more, more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to your stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothes you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For all of these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things, sufficient for the days in its own trouble. In other words, God got you. Don't worry. The birds don't have to worry. That's what this scripture says. The birds don't have to worry. You know, when you're walking down the street and you're eating a sandwich and you accidentally drop a piece of the bread or drop a piece of lettuce, that wasn't by accident. That was God feeding the birds. He made sure that people drop things so the birds can eat. He made sure we throw things in the trash so the birds can eat. He's saying the, 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 grass, the grass dies, but the grass comes right back up. The flowers die, but they come right back up. You know why? Because he sends rain down for them and that's their food, and they come right back up. So he's saying in this scripture, if he takes care of these things, he takes care of the grass, he takes care of the flowers, he takes care of the animals. He says he loves us more. So why wouldn't he take care of us and make sure we eat and make sure we have food and make sure we have shelter? He's going to take care of us, period. If there was a qualifier here, you seek first the kingdom of God. You have got to seek the lord and he will take care of you it may not seem like it i mean us being in the flesh we just naturally want to take matters in our own hands we do have to do something i agree with that we do we have to do something you can't just sit there and think everything's going to happen for you but god god has us he's going to take care of us and this this what we're going through they may win the battle but they will not win the war and I believe that with all my heart. They will not win the war. In the end, they won't. But in the meantime, in between time, just take care of yourself and, 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 and just check your thoughts. I challenge you this week to, to check your thoughts and try to turn your negative thoughts around to positive and set some goals for yourself. If you do not want to create a vision board, that's fine. Put some, some goals in your head. Write them down on paper. Do something to 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 constantly see them with your eyes you want you want to see your goals in writing or or type it out on your cell phone or something, and just keep looking at that and resonating on that and praying on that and believing in that that is gonna happen, and then actually do something, do something every single day towards your goal, no matter how small before I got to my big project with my room, every day I would just i say, Oh Lord, I forgot I made that a goal, so I would pick up something i I'd, I'd move pen uh, from one spot to another, something just to, just to tell myself I'm working towards my goals. You have got to do that. You really do. And then before you know it, things will start to manifest. Hang on one second, you guys. Gary, I know you didn't ask for all of that. I apologize. <laughs>
4: great, that oh, I just... Thanks. It was helpful.
8: Hi, this is Cheryl from Florida. Um, I just want to mention that there's something called Hay House Radio. It's free, and it's uh, Louise Hay's radio station. And um, it's very spiritual and uplifting. If anybody wants to listen to that for free on their computer or phone. What is the name of the animal speaking? Um, this is Cheryl and it's um it's Hey House H A Y House Radio. Um and it's uh it's free. And uh there um Wayne Dyer comes on. You've heard of Wayne Dyer. Um it's I just it's listened
2: to him last night. He's a really good motivational speaker. I try to listen to a motivational speaker every day. And I listened to him last night, he's really good.
8: Yes, yeah, I love him. Yes, go
2: ahead.
8: Uh, Ma- Marianne Williamson comes on there. Um, Christiane Northrup speaks on there and several others that you will recognize. Um, and it's very uplifting and um you know, so I just like to add that in uh to your discussion. Thank you. uh,
9: yes. I got a quote from Martin Luther King. They've been putting it on my cell phone, you know, on the news a lot. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, um, did you tell – I'm sorry I missed the first half. And the Seahawks are going to the Super Bowl again, so I had to do that <laughs> first. But, um, I forgot I you like sports buddy. Oh, I like, I like it when they do something like that, you know. And I, I come back with my daddy because he loved to watch the Cowboys when they were winning. And I didn't really – down with him. I'd pass by and say, oh, Dad's watching the Cowboys again. Now I wish he were with me, so it's fun. But anyway, I wrote down some quotes uh, and here's one that I thought um, if I could share it real quick. Yes. One that, it's inspiring and I think it's good for us too for now anyway because we're working on something. He said, Send Montgomery, he's talking about Montgomery, Alabama when they were working real hard on getting people and motivating people. He said, we're not wrong in what we're doing. If we are wrong, the Supreme Court of this nation is wrong. If we are wrong, the Constitution of this nation is wrong. If we are wrong, God Almighty is wrong. If we are wrong, Jesus of Nazareth was merely a utopian dreamer that never came down to earth. Justice is a lie and love is meaningless. But we are not wrong. What we're doing here in Montgomery, we are determined to work and fight until justice comes down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream. That guy could preach, I tell you. And he um, came, one of my very favorite, very, very old hymns was one of his, and he quoted it. I won't read it, but, um, Never Alone, He Promised Never to Leave Me, or to Leave Me Alone. That one um, sticks with me, too. So, he yeah, had a good quote. It's on the, I guess it's on YouTube or something right now for today. huh. thank you, Lonnie. Thank you. I'm sorry I missed part uh, last week, too, because I had to leave real early. But uh, okay. thank you for well, listening. Yeah, yeah,
2: so that's what we talked about. Um, the, the, the archives are there. If anybody wants to listen, the archives are there. Okay. Um, what was the, the other lady who spoke before, Lonnie? Were you, were you done? I forgot her name that quick. I'm sorry.
9: Florida. Florida. She's still there?
2: forgot her name. I'm terrible name.
8: Um, okay. Cheryl. What? Is she said Cheryl. Cheryl, were you done speaking? It's um. Did it, everybody get the name of that? Um, radio.
2: Yeah, it was that, Hay House Radio.
8: Yes, and um, you know, one guest will speak for um, maybe like an hour, and then they'll switch the topic. You know, and um, you can call in. They let you call in. Discuss issues.
2: Okay. Well I will I will check them out. Also, um family family bible readings, family bible radio, one of those. Um, that's a good one too. Doctor Charles Stanley, I love him. He's so practical and he's so calm and just breaks yeah. things down really good. Um, he's another good one. T D Jakes, if you don't mind a little bit of hollering. <laughs> He's pretty good. I think he. I think he gets uh, really good revelations. So you know, just find what you're looking for out there. Keep yourself encouraged. You know, um, learn how to. It's so important to learn how to encourage yourself. Really, it is because these people are mm-hmm. trying their best to tear you down.
6: not?
5: Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Yeah. It's something I want to speak on that you all uh, said earlier about. Um, <laughs> not um, focusing your thoughts on the enemy and stuff like that and, you know, let them control what you do, Mm -hmm. all right? When you was was talking about that, an old TV show come to mind. Y'all ever watched Twilight Zone?
2: A long time ago,
6: yes. Yeah, the the one that came on in the 60s. Yes, Yes.
2: Yeah. Okay.
6: Yeah, well, on on one episode, the guy that played Captain Kirk, remember um, William Shatner? Yes. He played, He was in a. He was in an episode where um, he was married, and they came to a town, and they went to a diner, and it was this devil machine at the counter that gave him all the right answers and oh, total picture. Uh, for one time, twelve uh, minute. He was on um, for a while. He was scared to leave town and all that. He didn't know what to do, and then they took. They took matters in their own hands. They made up their mind. They took matters in their own hands and left town. And at the end, there was another couple that came in that um that was imprisoned by this devil machine. You know what I'm talking about?
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Oh, okay. I th- well. I
2: think. I'm not positive, though. Maybe somebody else. I don't remember yeah,
5: that. I, remember I, just,
4: doing I just saw it in the last chair. It's like one of the best ones. Hmm? He's
1: got good
4: one. <laughs> yeah, i i saw I saw that in the last this last year. Uh, for I don't know how many times I've seen it. That's one of the best ones. Talk about mind control and taking yeah. it on, and then and, and just deciding to pull away. Right. Yeah. You
12: know, yeah. there's a lot of mind control, like uh, things like TV shows. Especially they use science fiction for that. Tons of mind control. Now that I think of it. that's a good point, Charles.
2: Yeah, it was. It was, especially back
12: then. And the cartoons, too. The cartoons are full of mind control. Oh, Kirk, that's right. That's right. Uh, and the movies. So movies, TV shows, or the uh, TV shows, movies, probably music, too. Cause actually, music, because if you think back to the lyrics of a lot of your songs, seriously, they, they discuss mind control and surveillance. Like mm. Robert Palmer, a um, Robert Plant, whatever his name was, something about uh, your mind is not your own. This uh, song from the 80s from a group called, I'm trying to remember the name, but it's about the eye in the sky. I mean, I'm not just, like, throwing this stuff out there. I've read it about it on the web, like, you know, just they, they wanted to talk about surveillance of these sites. But tons of stuff and songs, and, like you said, we're not like, cartoons. Like, people talk about The Simpsons, and I think Family Guy, probably South Park, you know, like, with all this, uh, whatever you call it, predictive programming, where they show stuff way ahead of time, like, you know, Simpsons, and 11 But the mind control stuff, I, I, I remember I've seen it all the time, because, like, you know, some evil mad scientist will use a ray or something like that, or just, like, make somebody they like, whatever. They will have total control over them. And it's not and like let me, coincidence.
6: And let me add uh, another, thing, another thing. Another one of my favorite episodes from that show, Twilight Zone,
5: mm-hmm.
12: is that,
6: uh, is that um, there was this town, or, or no, this neighborhood, alright, and um, strange things started happening out of nowhere, and Everybody the kid was talking about there was aliens in the neighborhood and everybody just um slowly like went crazy and it showed at the end how people actually can be manipulated
3: mm-hmm. Anybody
6: know what I'm talking about? I yeah, do.
3: I, saw, I I know
6: actually uh, The, the Elm Elm Street. Elm Street is called Elm Street or something like that.
4: So the one family mm-hmm. had built a bomb shelter and were highly protected once oh, no. they were in there. Oh, that
12: one was great. And they all crowded yeah. in it, it. It fell apart at the end. No, it's mm-hmm. was yeah. the
6: neighborhood. No. Um, yeah. the so neighborhood. Okay, okay, sometimes okay, like that, that's what they done? they turned knocked,
3: this into, like, a twilight
4: zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it became like <laughs> a uh, neighborhood watch
12: thing. <laughs> no, 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 I remember now. Like, uh, they have volunteers in who gets to stay in the shelter, who doesn't. So yeah, like that.
6: yeah. Okay, yep. I
12: remember now. That was a great one. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, you know what? All these neighbors are perps, and just people in general, they act all civilized. If the, you know what hits the fan, and let's say uh, the government doesn't come in the help right away and supplies are running low, um, when your next door neighbors or your neighbors, whoever, they need their food nor water, and their water, uh-huh. and they're running out of it, and they have guns, they're going to, like, attack the people they were formerly polite to. I mean, it really doesn't take much for people to show their ugly side. And, like, mm-hmm. we do, like, I mean, yeah, with, with the perping? I mean, all I need is, like, an authority figure and or a paycheck and or, uh, you know, a jail sentence reduce or a fine reduce and or, like, you know, prostitutes, whatever the price is. But people, for all the crap decency uh, front they put on it doesn't take much to please them I mean to make them turn I mean just for their own sakes I mean not even just you know people have saved their own lives self-preservation people do some bad stuff and they show their true sides with very little pushing but that Twilight Zone episode is a great example Charles of how like you know people show their true colors like when like yeah. you know, their backs against yeah. the wall despite all the crap the religious no offense for now I'm saying those that pretend to be religious people that pretend it
5: be uh, mm-hmm. highly
12: religious and moral, and like they <laughs> They turn out to be hypocrites. I mean, just yeah. think. I, I hate to keep bringing up the Milgram experiment. Or any of you guys may have seen that thing on TV where they uh, have.
2: Wait a the, minute. Wait, hold on. What did the What did the whole hypocrite thing come from? Where, what What did that have to do with with, with the Twilight Zone? Hmm? People all along
0: hypocrites.
12: People
4: coming was- together. Oh, yeah, the neighbors yeah.
12: were all funny and all that, Renata. In, in the beginning, I'm pretty sure. And, but uh, towards the end, when they had this warning there's some war breaking out, and it's a small bomb shelter for I think a guy and his like wife and kid or some of that, uh, the uh-huh. neighbors show how ugly they were. When in the beginning, they were basically nice to each other, you know, friendly and happy. How you doing? And like helpful and stuff. I right, Charles, okay. tell me if I'm wrong. You know. <laughs>
9: Well, it was. It was. Uh, I remember they were on daughter, and the guy wouldn't let anybody in. So it's coming from both sides, and it it is. It's like panic, you know. And all of a sudden, it was over. Everything was over. The alert was over, and the guy walks out, and they kind of look at each other like, "Who are you? I kn- I thought I knew you, but I didn't." Kind of like the movies
12: are of where they show the true nature of neighbors or people in general.
9: And yeah, they they all talk
4: themselves into being mob rule, which the same thing would be if you're spreading rumors. Because they they were spreading rumors right there on the spot. They were saying, mm. "I think so and so is the alien." No, what about you? You could be the alien.
6: Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah.
12: Yeah. Most people refuse. I I shouldn't say refuse, but most people don't think for themselves. Don't think outside the box. Any question? Because we've been so conditioned, just. Literally, like, just think along, you know, in, along certain like parameters or within certain like limits, whatever. I mean, like, we people for the most part have no clue how brainwashed they are. I mean, just and yes. I'm brainwashed. I'll admit it, but not like as badly as my perps. I, and I'm trying to break out of the brainwash because there's a lot of beliefs, a lot, all of us have had or have, and they're just false. They're based on lies. And like, once you start quote waking up, whatever. Wow. But uh, I want to <laughs> mention real fast, like. Did any of you ever see, like, this TV show where it shows a guy, he's not even a cop or detective, he's a bounty hunter, and he goes, like, to these people inside of supermarket coming out, whatever. He shows his badge, which they got online, he's not a real bounty hunter, even, and he says, will you help me, like, we're, I'm trying to take this uh, child from this woman, a baby or something like that, and the lady kidnapped it. It's her child. Yeah. But got, yeah. And it's from her husband's, and the husband has custody or something like that. And everybody except one guy, you know, went along with this guy blindly because he's an authority figure. They didn't question a thing. And it's like the yeah. movie Charles mentioned a few weeks ago, uh, compliance, where the girl's working in a fast food place in a mall, and the guy pretending to be a police officer calls up and asks the, the manager and the manager's husband then, and I think another point is do the worst things possible to the girls supposedly who just stole a little bit, and they're listening to a guy over the phone. So people mm. are that conditioned and that brainwashed. And, and another thing, you have the purpose of cooperating that like you do other than like the sense of belonging and the power trip, and like uh, they do get off on some kind of adrenaline high. I know they do. I've seen it. Um, you have like some kind of cult of a uh, cult mentality, and I don't know like but how it works exactly. the go things. back
6: yeah. to. Um, what was um, talked about earlier about the, um, uh, some somebody was talking about uh, they had to have their picture taken in the doctor's office or something like that.
5: Yeah, that's a virus.
6: Ba- that's, ba- that's, ba- that's basically the same thing, okay? Okay, because, you know, what what law is something? What mandates that? Okay, but you'd be surprised how many people actually go along with it. Charles, I, I went along with it
12: because I figured why, why speak up. You know, I go, when did this start? You know, something like that. But I wasn't about to say, oh, go screw yourselves. You know, how dare you? This is Nazi Germany. And I'm not criticizing Elvira. I mean, I'm glad she's aware enough to realize this is Nazi crap. But yeah. it wouldn't do any good to speak up. I mean, I didn't even bother looking online while they have it. I mean, you have, you make you raise a great point. But, I, I mean, like, it's just like, what am I going to do? Cause a lot of be reversed? I mean, like, no, I, just, I went along because, you know, whatever. But that's, that's a great point also, like, what I mean, you got me thinking, like, how people go along with little things, because they use that frog in the boiling pot of water, they don't just throw the frog in a pot of boiling water, they slowly turn the heat up, you know, I didn't
5: mm-hmm. make this
12: thing up. And, like, they've been doing it to us for, like, I don't know how many decades, maybe over a century, mm-hmm. they've been turning the water up and up, and people have tolerated slowly, they've tolerated having their freedoms stolen away.
6: And that's, though, how, like, that's how a lot of things that's not law slowly becomes law. Because everybody thinks that they have to do it, and they just go along with it. Well, the thing like you were talking about with the homeless have an ID,
12: there's no need for that. There's never been a need for that. It's, it's not for the homeless' sake, although I'm sure they're saying it is. You know, that's an argument. But, I mean, like, I'm sure, I hope not, but eventually I'm sure it's going to become a law. I mean, like, so many other things that are wrong that became laws. Look at the Patriot Act. There's actually more than one of them, I think, Patriot's How right. much of our freedoms they've taken away, and they haven't made it safer. And what I'm about to say you guys have heard before it's been in the mainstream news. Not This isn't just like speculation and the, quote, conspiracy alternative news, but most of your terrorists, like the Times Square ones, all these other ones, the freaking mm-hmm. FBI, I feel like maybe a little disturbed earlier. They make them disturb. They set them up with everything, the money, the resources, and they come in and they act like they're heroes and usually like there's no actual bomb and all that.
5: Mm-hmm. I mean, the underwear
12: bomber and, I, and the other guy, the, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Richard Reed, you know, oh. the shoe bomber, you know, he was supposed to es- they were supposed to escort out a plane by State Department guys. They were mind-controlled, obviously. The Aurora Colorado oh. shooter is mind-controlled, but it's a problem-reaction solution. Like, the government creates a problem, they come in and play hero, and the solution is, like, usually taking away freedoms, and they're trying to take away people's gun power, gun rights. I'm getting a little, uh, you know, panicky here. Well, but, you right?
6: but you're
12: right, though, right? You're right. like You know, just like... Uh, and it, but it, it kills me. Charles, most of all, like, they keep... Bragging about all these freedoms we have, freedom of expression. <clears throat> As Renata said, and Renata, by the way, there's a lady uh, with. Uh, I'm trying to remember her name, but she has like a. She's a TI with some great YouTube videos. She actually has your picture from your YouTube video, um, from Inner Peace Radio, is your picture is like her icon. Uh, from that. No,
2: that's her. No, that's not my picture. People think it is, but that's not. That's I'm sorry,
12: record. but it's from your thing. I, I didn't it know. Yeah, it's
2: my voice, but her picture. Yes.
12: Well um she mentioned, and I went off topic. I forgot what the hell was I going to say. um damn it charles go ahead i was I was rambling.
6: well uh, well, I mean it goes um, also goes along with what you were saying about the Patriot Act and all that, I mean, you know like um, how things you know just i mean comes just slowly comes into play, and uh, people based on people's compliance.
12: Yeah, it's just like, uh, and they're accepting it all on the illusion of feeling safer, and they're not safer. Things have never been more dangerous. People have never more lived in more fear. And when you live in fear and paranoia, you're not living. Our freaking perps, our perps, with all the time they take out to screw with us. I'm sure after a while, depending on mm-hmm. how long you're being perped by a certain you know person, like some of my neighbors have been years. You think they get tired after a while, like having like race race home as I'm coming home, and one has to leave. You know, someone comes and someone leaves at the same time, staring at me, you know, like all all the crap. uh, The lady, the quote, ladies across the street, these misshapen monsters bringing out their dogs and just like the stupidity. But I mean, Mm. like, uh, yeah, I know what I was going to say about the inner peace radio thing. Uh, This country or this world doesn't like uh, really like independent thinkers, people that speak for themselves. And it's true. And it kills me. You have Obama and all these other puppets bragging about our freedoms and all these people on TV bragging about the freedoms that don't exist. They don't exist. But people aren't living. I mean, when, when and even our perps, they may like look like they're having a good time. But when you're doing this crap and probably a lot of other bad stuff, how can you call that living? Being hypocrites, mm. not being true to yourself, selling mm. out for a quick buck, that's not being alive. That's not like living. That's not being true to yourself. It's, it's just... Uh, Honestly, God, I'm not trying to rationalize anything, but I don't see how these people can stand in their own existence. I mean, but
6: you know, the com- one of the comedy things about about this, about this thing is that, um, like, um, always come to mind is like um, what happened after 9 11, right? And George Bush made a um, grand speech about they tell us about freedoms. Okay, so he he installed the Patriot Act and Homeland Security. So I mean, that's the solution. They're jealous of our freedom, so we'll show them we'll take it away. You know?
12: It's it's insane. People accept this stuff. And the ones <laughs> that don't accept it, I know, one, they're afraid of, like, other people, like, you know, ostracizing or treating them like crap because they're not part mm-hmm. of And so many people, I guarantee more than you think, more than we think, whatever, would like to speak out, but, you know, everyone's afraid because they're afraid of being rejected or whatever. Yeah. And right. And the, the odd man out or outcasts, and, and of course, it's just it's it's, it's just mind boggling because it's talking talk about the frog in the boiling pot and all that. The water being increased, they've turned the temperature up fast since nine eleven happened. As far as legislation and like coming down on people, like local and like uh, you know federal laws, like just getting state and federal laws becoming more punitive, more like punishing or whatever, and like coming uh-huh. down on people like crazy, more militarization of the police. I mean, they've been doing it for decades, but more openly, more violence, and people are just putting up with it unless. Unless the media is covering it up that well, I mean, like as far as like how bad things have gotten, because you think you'd see more people protesting, but I just I, it's just you know this is intolerable. Like, what, what kind of like world is this in which like people just accept? Like, can't people see that they're not living? Is what I'm trying to say. I mean, I'll, I keep to myself. I have a real simple life, and that's by choice most of it. Some of it's because I'm being gangstuck,
6: um,
12: but I mean, like you know, this is the way I like, it, but. There, how, how, don't people notice? No, no, it's like Renata said in that thing. It's like classic or a show from Interpeace Radio from Black Talk. I think it was, that, uh, you know, well, I think Renata said or Alda said it, but it's like we have the illusion of freedom. You're allowed to do certain things. You step outside the box too much, whatever, they come down on you like crazy. In other words, if you really speak your mind. If you're a whistleblower, if you say someplace in the workplace, whatever, they'll just come down on you. Like in Alda's case, but you like, know but
2: what? You have to be up for the challenge. I mean, yeah, they, they come down on you harder. They do. You know, I get that too. You guys get that too. But that, that shouldn't stop you from living your life. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't. And I tell you, when you when you are persistent, when moving forward, eventually they, they get the message, like, I'm not really going to stop that person. She's still going to do it. So, you know, they start to back off a little bit. You just can't let that intimidate you or stop you from living your life. I have not
12: given up, far from it. There's just certain things I couldn't be bothered with in my life, like trying to get married and all that, but I mean, like, I shouldn't be prevented from it, but as far as giving up, no, I mean, I never had the defeatist attitude, but I I mean, I realize more than ever, you know, most of this, 99% whatever psyops, I know some directed energy crafts being used against me, the directed energy weapons, positive of that, but uh, as far as, like, giving up, no, you can't, because, you know, before you know it, like, Well, you said it yourself, basically. We're all going to die. And, like, you might as well try to live in the meantime. And, like, you know, back to your, your, like, whatever you call that thing, the visualization board thing, Um, that gives you something to look forward to. We all should have something to look forward to. Because, like, the goals of the program, I mean, one being suicide, driving targets of suicide, which they successfully do. Well,
11: just, you know, just
2: think about your life before. You had goals. I had goals. They had goals. I mean, everybody here had goals. You know, you had something, some kind of skill, some kind of hobby, some kind of something that you enjoyed doing, that you wanted to aspire to do. Yeah. Why give that up? Why Why give it up? Why right. give you it up? And the, key, and the key word is give it up because they can't take anything from you. You are giving your power away. We are giving our power away if we don't live our life. That's just what the way I see it, you know, and, I mean, we have to take it back. We've got to take it back. And then once we get into a better place, that's when we're going to have more, uh, put more energy towards getting this whole program to stop. But until people get into that place, it's going to be uh, more challenging.
10: For me to be you in a better know?
2: place, oh, now, oh, I had oh. to
12: realize, i oh, oh, sorry if i am cut somebody off. i just say real fast, I had to realize basically the, the language. And like I said before, I think on one uh, call of this program, basically what it's about you know, the skeletal, the framework of this program, what they're doing, and the goals and this and that, and, like the, the tactics, that's the way my mind works as far as, like, trying to understand, like, you know, now now that I know, like, it's not so, like, ooga-booga terrifying. I mean, I never not to say I was a big wimp, but I was ever totally, t- yeah, I was. And, but once you're, like, I mean, like, I'm in a better place mentally now, but, I mean, like, uh, when I wasn't, when I had no idea that I was, like, a targeted individual and what was going on, I was so confused that I couldn't, I just couldn't, like, get my footing, so to speak. But, yeah, I'd like to go back. I did have goals before this. Okay, I was kind of BSing, not trying to sound tough. I used to play the piano. And now I I just, I am so, everywhere I go, and, like, I am much better mentally, but I just am always, like, my guard is always up. I'm not going to lie, and it shouldn't be that way.
2: You know, but no, but that's, that's, that's something that you can – that's a goal that you can set for yourself, you know? I mean, yeah, I, I know I know how that feels. You know, just set that goal for yourself, and eventually that'll get better. Was somebody trying to say something? Seems like I heard a, a female voice.
3: No, I disagreed with him. I said, you know, we shouldn't have to walk around with our up on how we're going to be sabotaged next.
2: And you don't. You don't have to walk around that way because – you just get to the point where this stuff just kind of gets disgusting after a while, and I personally am not impressed with anything they do. They do not impress me at all. I'm so not, imp- I not just, impressed at I'm no, 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 I'm this No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about you. I'm just speaking for myself. They, what they do is not impressed. So we <laughs> just have to move on with our life, and whatever happens, I mean, you just come to the point where whatever happens, it happens. Like, I'm tired of worrying about it. I'm tired of stressing about it. Nothing I can do about it except for pray about it and and, and continue to fight. You know, uh, you know that's another thing. We should get active in our own freedoms. Try to do some kind of activism in some kind of area.
6: Right, know, and, right. And, and that's just, what I was about to say.
2: Yes, we have that's to. That's what something. I was about to
6: say. Okay, but exactly. and, but
2: okay. the reason why I try. Excuse me, Charles. I'm let you say, Jeff. Say the reason why I try so hard to motivate people. One, for one thing, I think that's what I'm called to do. But the other thing, the other reason why I do that is because if we're in that negative place and depressed and, you know, feeling defeated, and I'm telling you, I'm I'm there too. You know, I I try hard to keep myself, to keep myself out of that place. But as long as we're there, we're not going to um, want to fight because they're ruling us by fear. But as soon as Mm -hmm. we get motivated, that's why I work so hard on the motivation piece of all of this. And I'm going, more towards motivation than ever before so if motivation doesn't work for you i'm sorry but that's what i'm going to be talking about more and more is motivation because uh, once you there, know what? if you're not there, motivated we'll you're just going to stay
12: stagnant in the same place
2: right and you we will more empowered to to come together and to fight because we'll feel stronger and more empowered and we'll we'll start to see that ray of light but until we get to that place it's going to be hard but I'm going to keep trying to empower people because I, I, that's something that I do for myself. I try to empower myself, and trust me, those people come against me hard. I'm not saying that at all. But I, we I, can't let it stop us. Forget that. We cannot let it stop us. So, Charles, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was i
6: was saying that that's what I was about to say is that, okay, when dealing with, I mean, because you got to look at it, that we're we coming from a, a unique standpoint, okay, from – um, average population. Okay, I mean we got enemies that doing doing work. I mean targeted work, you know, against us and stuff like that. So I mean, you got to deal with that alongside your personal goals. I mean, the two cannot be separated. Okay, because that's just a fantasy thing. You got yeah. to um, you got to um, deal. I mean, you got to stay focused and you know work towards your personal goal. Right, then mm-hmm. also, also, you get to deal with the reality of being in a TI community. Yeah, I mean, we
2: we know they're there. We know they're there. We're not we're not being in denial about you know anything these people are doing. We're just choosing to focus our energy more towards ourselves. We're tired of living in a negative place, living in fear, being depressed. That's not comfortable. So
0: you have to ask yourself.
6: But yeah, but I'm not saying about I'm not saying about being. I mean, constantly when you okay when you focusing on being on the Ti community. All right, is that um you um uh... hey Renata yes hey you know
10: you know you said something there that how many times have you heard oh if we do this they're going to hit me harder you know what, they're going to do what they're going to do, and you better do what you're going to do. That's my goal is wake up as many people as I can. I don't care what they that's do. Right.
2: Very good, Ken. That's right. And you know what I tell myself? You really have to change your way of thinking. You're going to have to change your way of thinking because I tell myself, that's their job. Just like I go to work and I do my job. Those people are doing their job. That's an awful, terrible, wicked, demonic job, but that's a the job they chose. That is their job. Their job is to make your life as miserable as they possibly can. So guess what? Have at it, and I'm going to do everything to counter
6: what they're doing. I, okay, well what, what I'm, I, I'm saying is this. Okay, what I was saying is this before I was interrupted. Wasn't was it wasn't anybody over here with somebody? You know, people people in the place where I'm at. Okay, it's just that um, I'm saying that. Okay. Focusing, I mean, I mean, coming to the realization of, of dealing with our uh, reality of Ti community, okay? It's not a thing about worrying and stressing and all that type of stuff. What you do have to acknowledge, okay, is to keep, in other words, to make it plain and simple what I always say, you be vigilant without being paranoid.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know what, Charles, you are correct. You have to acknowledge that this is happening in your life. We are. I think everybody knows that this is real. This is not a figment of your imagination. Everybody, these people are really targeting us. They really are, mm-hmm. and we know that. Now, our relatives and people around us may not believe us, but we know this to be a fact in our own lives. You know, we know that we are not delusional. That these people are really doing what they're doing. They're sabotaging things. They're hitting us with directed energy weapons. They're having us stalked by total strangers. They're discrediting us. They're doing all kinds of stuff. That's the reality. Now, the question is, are you going to let it stop you from from living your life? Are you going to hand them your life? It is happening. It is true. Trust me, when I go back to work, oh my goodness, I don't even want to go I don't even want to go into that because you guys already know, and that goes for everybody else who works, you know, not just me. But guess what? No one has the power to change your destiny unless you let them. Your destiny is predetermined by God. Now, how how you get to your destiny, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of things that happen along the way, good and bad. But my destiny is already predetermined. Now, I just have to set my mind to to not be tripping off of all this stuff. We have incredible, incredible power that is laying dormant inside of us. And that's Mm -hmm. all of us. That's me included. There's all kind of gifts that was gifted to you at birth. It was already right. given to you. Natural talents. That's said he plays the piano. I wish I could play the piano. You know, people play chess. I always wish I understood the strategy of chess. People have natural abilities, natural talents. Some people are nurses. I always admire nurses because I think that is a gift want to take care of uh, people who are sick. We have these skills. We have these talents. They're laying dormant. That's all I'm saying. All mm-hmm. we have to do is activate it activate a power that was gifted to you at birth it is there is nothing you have to look for it is there we all have a unique gift and a unique talent that is unique that nobody can do better than you and it doesn't matter because it's not a competition anyway so i'm not saying that but it's there it's there they don't want you to know it's there they're trying to stop you from using that some people are natural talkers um some people are naturally I admire Darlene Miles because Darlene Miles really knows how to deal with those people in um the White House. She talks to Congress, she talks to all those people, they answer her calls. They respond to her. I could call there all day long. I would never get a return call. She calls, say this is Darlene Miles, they return her call. They listen to her. She was on um nothing in one of those that um I can't I can see the letters in my mind. Um C-SPAN. She was on C-SPAN. People call in to C-SPAN, give their comment. Darlene is always on C-SPAN. I would not get that response. We have gifts. That is her gift. Her gift is to be able to talk to to those types of people. She's a great researcher. She knows her stuff. You know what I'm saying? I admire people who know how to braid hair because they can make money, who know how to do hair because they can make money, who can fix cars who can paint, who can draw. These are all natural God-gifted talents that we just have somewhere inside of us dying. We have to water this gift. We have to nourish it. We have to bring it out and use it. Use it for the good of humanity. If you are a gifted talker, gifted speaker, gifted singer, gifted whatever, we have a yeah, beautiful opera, beautiful You know, I just admire people like that, you know, and I just want all of us to know that whatever we need is there. We don't have to go look for it. We just have to activate it. Simple as that, just activate it. And that's all I'm saying. You got to move forward. If you don't, you know, like that scripture I read said, why sit there and die? Why? Because you have a little bit of faith. There is nothing your worrying can do to change your situation. You can worry all day long. You can stress. You can get migraines. You can have a heart attack. It's not going to change your situation. The only thing that's going to change your situation is for you to do something. That's it. That's it. That's all I am saying. And I'm going to be talking more and more about motivation. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. Over. I'm. I'm. I'm over it. I. I can't. I can't. I refuse. Stuff like that makes me mad. When people just try to just take over somebody's life, that makes me mad.
5: That
2: makes me mad. You know, and that just makes me, empowers me more to just really just try to show them, no, it's just not going to be that easy.
5: You
12: know what, Renata, add added to this, and again, I'm going to see all of, like I said so many times in the past, but I took one of her calls as so we wrote in the chat room to really wake me up, so to speak, that, like, We've done nothing, nothing, nothing to our perpetrators, nothing, zero. Yet I, and I'm sure a lot of you guys on the call and listen to guys, have gotten the worst, most hateful looks, most hateful rumors, lies, half-truths, whatever, and did nothing to these people. And just to make it clear, I mean, it's common sense, but I'll state it. If you do something wrong with a person, intentionally or not, you settle it with them one time. You go to court, jail, whatever. You take care of it legally lawsuit, whatever it is, or if the legal system won't handle it, maybe in a fight, that's childish, talk. I'm saying, but you you deal with a person if you offend someone, you do something wrong, and you go on with your lives, it's over, okay, someone gets punished, whatever, it's over. This crap, though, pretending that we did something wrong, giving us looks, uh, and I'm not saying I'm a victim and never have or will be, and I'm not now, but punishing people for stuff they did nothing wrong, this fact... this corpulent piece of crap that just moved in a really nice house across the street—they had it really fixed up. The sack of garbage, this five hundred, three hundred pound piece of garbage, looks gives me these glares at the nice, good police or whatever other handlers. taught him to give like uh, he's—I could take him with one hand, literally. The point is, this piece of crap, a quote, disfigured women on the corner. It's, a, it's all the course. My next-door neighbors on either side. All, all these clowns and all the other... They're all strangers to me. All the other perps, I didn't do one thing to them, nothing. And I'm not explaining that. I, I'm not going into the crap that I used to do. Oh, I did nothing wrong. Why did the police doing this? No, I didn't do crap. look. In fact, the cops look the other way with criminals. They do business with criminals. They are criminals by their actions and inactions. But the point, the fact of the matter is... Um, yeah, it really cleared up my perspective, made it crystal clear that I did nothing wrong, never have, because my OCD, you know, I process stuff, I think stuff over way too much. Um, I realized I didn't do one thing to justify this, so these people are not only making idiots of themselves, they know what they're doing to me, and like, I've let them get one over me, and I like to consider myself like smart, but, you know, I've overlooked the obvious, like, you know, I've done this a lot, and the obvious is, we've done nothing to these people, and... The fact of the matter is also that there are so many criminals, including all kinds of, like freaks and pedophiles and murderers and all that, and drug dealers that don't even get caught in the system. The, the police, local, state, and federal could care less about so many people. They let them get away with all kinds of crap, and a lot of them are guilty of this stuff. And a lot of our neighbors, like, you know, their crimes don't begin and end with the gang stalking us. I guarantee if they're willing to do this stuff, they do a lot of other bad stuff. So, in other words, I'm trying, what I'm trying to say, Renata, and everyone else, from my perspective, it's taken me a while. I've, I know I've been a TI about a year. I've been one 20 years. But it's taken me months, almost a year, I'd say, to fully realize that I have absolutely done nothing wrong. Like Renata saying, they have no right. I don't put words in your mouth. But they have no right to do this to us to try to hold us back. And we are giving them power. And, and they do have some control. I mean, with the smear campaign, there's doors shut, but not as many doors as we think. And if Charles has said real well, like, um, just with the, stat, those, the elites or whatever you want to call these pieces of crap in charge, some of this stuff is, like, bluffing. But I mean, like... If if they do something real stupid enough where I have to make a police report, they'll make sure I have another T.I. or my brother or somebody else on the line, phone line. But, I mean, like, I've mean, like, i let them get this far, and they had all this, know I'll say it, they've had power over me because I didn't know the full extent of the program. I didn't understand, like, all the psych tactics. I don't understand all of it, but I understand a hell of a lot more. And so, like, I although I don't want to be so social and like, you know, as other people do, um, I, I refuse to, like, keep living my life, like, with the curtains drawn all the time, all this crap, all these people are like pretty much have no doors closed to them, no doors of opportunity or other stuff. And I'm supposed to suffer. I don't think so. Well, you no. know
2: what? We, we know at this, at this point in the game, we STIs know that they're, they wrong is our right. And our right is their wrong. They're twisted. They're demonic. Everything that's good is bad. And everything that's bad is good. They're just, they're just backwards like that. They're just, Not normal. We understand that, you know. But as as far as them sabotaging everything, yeah, they they do. They sabotage. Some people get a little bit more to sabotage, I think, than others. But um, they they do a lot of sabotaging. But a lot of things they don't have to sabotage because a lot of people in this community just give up and say, no, not even going to do it because I know they're going to sabotage. I've heard it over and over and over. But you should none of us should do that. And I'm not talking to you, Scott. I'm just saying no, we're not easy, none, no. none of us should do the you know self sabotage because that that just makes their job easier. You know what? Uh, whatever mm. they do, whatever they do to you, make them work for it, make them right. work for it.
12: Or they do you want to break, break their spirit. they life. do want you to be have the fetus attitude. I finally realized the fetus attitude part because they they really want you to like just like crawl up in a ball and hide away from everything they
2: do. But you know what after a while, you just really targeting yourself. That's the way they want it to be. You're really targeting yourself and making their job easier. But we're not going to do that. I heard a female saying something. Is Was someone trying to say something? Yeah. Hey, not. it's
11: Nancy. I just wanted to say that I really appreciate the um, way that you look at it, and I hope that Scott can digest it, is that these drugs are just doing their job. Right
5: or
4: wrong, don't take it so personally. You know, It's, it's not a job and it's not, it is personal.
11: Well, you know what,
6: it's not an admirable job, but it is their job. Those people yeah. get paid. It's not, a personal it is a, job. It's yeah, I say this like I said before, a few it's, weeks ago, I said this a few weeks It's not ago, a job okay?
2: that you would do, it's not a job that I would do, but it, is their job. Uh, James, technically, it is
5: their job. They've been trained to
2: do this. To do like it's trained by the other people you know, and
12: other civili- and civilian handlers. And there's like probably a pamphlet or manual, as I heard another TIC on YouTube recently, because the same basic garbage goes on in nearly every country uh, as far as parping goes. So... It is a job. It's it's illegal. It's terrorism. It's immoral and amoral, whatever. But it is, technically speaking, they get paid one way or another, whether it's morally or they think they're doing the right thing for the country and, or, like, they get just cash, a government check, or whatever, but they're getting paid in the train. And if it's personal, the only personal aspect of this is the adrenaline thrill they get off of, like, screwing with us and, like, you know. Just like
6: uh, well, I'm telling you, the reaction people it itself. is no, itself. wrong. people are wrong. We live it, huh? That's what that's what it's all about. It's a society that we. I mean, we was we was actually brought down to this level as a society as a whole, where, where low-life scumbags like that can easily operate in. Okay, yeah. they're doing what they do. Okay, it's not. Is not frowned upon that much no more. Matter of fact, it's look it look it look as in, as mu being amusing now. I mean, it took it took a while for. I mean, first of all, those type of people always existed, but I'm talking about the intensity that's going on right now. Okay, okay, this is. I mean, you have the you have the mold of society where an operation like this on this type of level can operate. I mean, really, I mean, I mean, I mean, people had to go through Jerry Springer and all this type of stuff. I mean, for this, I mean, for this insanity to take place where it becomes a norm. You know, it used to be when,
4: when somebody took a job killing someone, you know, for hire, the police would stop them. And now they don't
2: <laughs> train them now. I mean, I mean, I'm talking about the perps. No, they, they work right. along with them, James. They work along with them in some
12: cases. That's yeah, good. I know. Like, wrong?
4: It's it not works. a job.
12: It you is know, In job. fact, when you hear, like, of a cop shooting, like, a little dog or, like, uh, beating the hell out of somebody that's handcuffed or some other thing because I thought my life was threatened, that lame-ass excuse you hear all the time, you shouldn't take the job then, sort of yell. Um, you have no right to, like, you know... Brag about serve and protect if you're some thug for hire and a coward. And there's, I'm not calling every single cop a coward, but there's a guy on YouTube um, and he has a blog, I guess. Larkin Rose. I know it's a weird name, believe me. But he's an anarchist, not the chaotic, weird-ass you know type of like you know, everything is chaos and disorder. But he's the type of where it says governments this and that. You know how, how much harm it does. Anyways. He goes into, like, the fuck mentality of the police, and this isn't just about the police, I'm just saying. But, um, yeah, the the people, I I couldn't imagine, even before I realized there was a T.I. going to the police and complaining about it, because I could easily see how they would, like, try to label someone as, like, crazy and all that, and, like, try to turn it around on you, like, make you look like you did something wrong. And Renato, you said, it's like classic, all your recordings are great, I'm not like giving compliments like I'm getting paid, but they are. Your Blog Talk Radio, your Talk Show, all <laughs> No, you're stuff. not getting paid to give
2: compliments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a smart
12: ass. I'm really sorry. But I was going to say, like, um, you basically said it really well as far as, like, uh, when you go to the police, it can get worse, a lot worse. But I mean, like, you know, sometimes you just have to. For that records, you have to. For records, you should go to the police sometimes.
2: Huh? Don't Don't let can let it also get it. Better, If too,
12: you feel like you need
2: to go to the police to report something, do that. Don't let it stop you, but make sure you, if you can't have someone with you, call someone on the phone. Oh, if the
12: phone one I have to make a report, phone. I absolutely won't hesitate. I mean, like, you no, know, I will not hesitate. I mean, I have the same rights as everyone else, and I'm not going to say more about
4: That's why it's a good idea to have a roommate, because they can, you know, they're there at the same place, and they can both say the same thing and back you up. And that's true. I've had I've had been in that situation and and they have not taken me to um, to the hospital, but I've but I've been alone and they have taken me to the hospital. So that both ways and it works better with the roommate. Yeah, also,
2: yeah. This, it's always um, it, and if you don't have a roommate and your roommate not always might not always be there, just uh, try to have someone with you or call someone on the phone. Definitely. So yeah. That's because there's a whole bunch of them
12: against you, and they will lie. They do lie. Like it's like second nature to them. I mean, it's, they just lie.
4: Now, well I wanted to mention that the, the cops are beating up people and doing all these terrible things because they know they can get away with it. And also, I think that they're doing this part, This has gotten bad like this because of the targeting, because of they they've lost their humanity or. Um, empathy and and this is a nationwide maybe a global problem not just the targeting but that what the targeting has brought out of people they they lost their I, I guess respect for life for individual freedom
12: the moral compass you know james this is a great point and keep in mind um these perps just civilians i mean police and civilians you know, I'm talking law enforcement, not just your local sadists and sociopaths. Um, you know, state and federal, of course. But keep in mind, I mean, like as we're talking about this, these people are aware that they've literally driven some people to suicide. They've broken up families and happy relationships. They've broken up, they, they've driven people to lose their whole lives in, like, all that in institutions, like, uh, you know, mental hospitals, innocent people going to jail and prison. They have done this to people, and they go on with their lives like nothing's wrong about that. In fact, I guarantee they laugh about it. I know this for a fact, like, well, just about uh, the purpose I've got, I guarantee uh, police and civilians, of course, they brag to themselves, oh, see what I did to him, this and that. But, James, those are some great points, but, you know, you got to realize they're hiring more, like, lower IQ cops, and this isn't me saying it. I mean, this is, like, a fact, and they're hiring more sociopaths just to call a lot of people. I mean, like, I, you know, can you imagine just being a uh, person that's, like, a cop that has a conscience, but you want to keep your job, you know, you have nothing else to, like, supposed to go to, and you just, like, you put up with a lot of that stuff?
5: Right, sure you can't tell on the
12: fellow cops.
5: Huh? I can't tell them
4: their fellow cops.
2: So, uh, someone needs to mu- mute your background, please. Um, mute your background. I'm going like, to mute
6: everybody to find out who that is. So, huh? I'm going to mute everyone to find out who that background is. Oh, that, that, that's that's me. Uh, excuse me. I'll I'll set it
2: up for oh, that's okay, Charles. Okay. Um, I'm going to check in with the chat room because you know what? I used to engage with the chat room a whole lot more than I have lately. When I
4: was doing that. Can I can I say something? Okay, go
2: ahead and then uh, I'll do it. All right.
4: I, uh, okay. I I was this happened to me yesterday and also today. I called in like I I was and <laughs> I got disconnected, so I tried to call back in and I can't, and then I see that the uh phone connection is still like I was called in but it's no longer connected and it's telling me that I can't call in because the number's already logged in.
2: Talkshoe um, has all I, kind of problems. I get that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah,
4: talk so I shoe. think I this this has never happened before. And um I think my phone has been hijacked. At least
2: No, it it's mm-hmm. talkshoe, trust me, it's talk shoe. Talkshoe has tons of problems. I get it all the time.
4: You and have the, and the, you can call back in?
2: Yes, I get it all the time. It's talk shoe. And
4: the and the phone looks like it's still connected?
2: Um that has happened a time or two
4: okay well that's a really important thing because you can't call back in ever i mean you you would
2: have to do it like 20 or 30 times but sometimes it'll reconnect you or sometimes it won't it's talk show james it's it's show. Mm -hmm. okay it is it's them um okay so i want to see how everybody's doing in the chat room i apologize i've been having computer problems after computer problems again today so i'm Connected to the chat room one minute and then it disconnects the next minute. So, I have, if there have been comments, I probably missed them. So, how is every little thing in your life for everybody in the chat room? We have James in there, Gary's in there, uh, I am a guest, Hillary Clinton, life stolen, love, faith, hope. Hi, love, faith, hope. Um, MD being targeted and harassed, no justice and peace, peace, pal. Quest for Truth, School Bus Driver 98, Snitzers on the phone and in the chat room, um, Snow Cat, Targeted by Aliens, Targeted by Muslims, oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> what a name, um, Southeast Texas. So how how is every little itty-bitty thing in your life, chat room? How are you guys? Type it in the chat room so I can read it out. Any questions, comments? greetings, anything. I apologize for neglecting you guys today. My computer has really been bad today. And I probably won't even see that because I don't think I'm connected right now. Let me try again. Try to get back in there. Uh, That's a nice amount of people here today. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Uh, Let's see here. Did anybody um, who wanted to speak, is there anybody fairly new or new for the first time or fairly new to the call? I used to be much more in tune to that kind of stuff. Anybody, don't be shy. Please don't be shy. Don't be intimidated. Anybody um, have anything they want to talk about, anything that came up, anything you guys want to share? Any scenarios you wanna run by? The rest of us? See if we could help you with it or anything like that? Anybody anything? Don't be shy. We won't be back until next Sunday. Okay, um, I have a quote. I think that was Lonnie, yeah, that was Lonnie who gave a quote not long ago. Which was a really good quote. And I have one that I found today um, that I thought was pretty good, so I want to share. This is from um, Rocky Balboa, the movie. This was a line in the movie. That was a 2006 movie that stars uh, Sylvester Stallone. It was about boxing. You guys probably remember that movie. So Rocky Balboa said in the movie, let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It is a very mean and nasty place and it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life, but it ain't how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know that, if you know what you're worth, then you go out and get what you're worth but you got to be willing to take the hit and not pointing fingers saying uh, you ain't where you ought to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that, and that ain't you. You're better than that. I thought that was very appropriate for us. Very good quote. I love that quote. He says, uh, nothing's going to hit you as hard as life. That's true. It's not about how hard to get hit but how hard you get hit, but you still move forward. How much can you take and keep moving forward? You see what I'm saying? I love that quote because we have to take a lot, a lot, 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 like more than the average bear, (laughs) more than the average person. we got to keep moving forward. I love this quote. Let me put this into the chat room. That's a good quote. Hey, Renata.
11: Yes, I like that quote. I wanted to um, point out the commercial that they're running now, where people are all together in a room and there's like an emergency situation, and they're like promoting um, FEMA and all this to be like the saviors of when everything comes down. Very disturbing. Well, you know what?
2: Just, 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 just say, for instance, if all that we have gone through as people being targeted, personally targeted, if all of that is just to keep us a step ahead of what's to come. You know what I'm saying? Like, most of us will not get deceived by things like that commercial. Because we already know. You know what I mean? We know that, that that's a big game that they're playing. That that's all to deceive the masses. Or maybe that's the reason we had to go through some of this stuff yeah you know what I mean you never know most of us it's going to be pretty hard to deceive the target wouldn't you say
1: absolutely
2: yep I haven't seen that commercial
11: but I'll look for it they have a website I'd be I didn't write it down or anything but that would be interesting to see I just don't have computer access but they
5: give some kind of uh, website
12: to go to, you know, it'll be like a deception. Yeah. You know, keep in mind, though, um, a lot of colleges, universities across the United States, Canada too far, I know, but they actually, I've mentioned this before on the call, they have curriculums or majors in homeland security. And I'm wondering, where are all these enemies coming from, all these terrorists? I mean, like, please, with all the surveillance and all that, domestic, I mean, the U.S., whatever, all over the world. A mosquito couldn't get into this country even before 9-11. But, I mean, they're creating all this paranoia and this fear and all these fake enemies. And I guess, you know, yeah, I guess targeted individuals and other people, I'm sure, like, you know, that aren't targeted are called uh, the enemy. I mean, targeted individuals were the elephant in the room, open, secret. In other words, you know, I guarantee most everyone in the media and the government in the judiciary, in law enforcement, federal, state, local. Um, and tons of people in business know what the program is, gang stalking, but, like, they don't talk about it openly because – like, a bunch of Illuminati pieces of crap that's sworn to some kind of, like, secrecy, obviously. And you, like, you could, like, ask your best friend or a family member or someone who, like, who's known you a long time, you're super close to, uh, you know, that you think or know is like appropriate to you, and you could pull their nails out, not to, I uh, hate that torture crap I'm saying, you could, like, whatever, you could offer them money and pull their nails out, and they will deny that they, anyone's talked to them or they're part of the program. It's unbelievable. But, I mean, like, the stuff is very real. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, if anyone wants to even bother looking online, there are schools offering programs in Homeland Security. And and another thing that really still boggles my mind after all these years as dumbed down as a lot of people are. You know, you see stuff like in my gym, I see like recruitment for the Army and all that. I understand they're doing that; it's business as usual. But you'd think by now, people would see through the BS a lot of it. They're like wars are not to like make us free or any of that. I mean, like, how stupid can people be? So I believe the FEMA commercials, yeah, trying to, like, make the government look like heroes. The government could care less about people's welfare. They herded people in cities for one reason. I didn't read this. It just occurred to me weeks ago. All the stuff about, like, the Industrial Revolution. Herding people in the cities was to get people to work in the factories, to build a war machine, to, like, conquer territory, and get all this and that, you know, resources, and to kill people off in other lands and over here. Just they don't care about us. I mean, I get benefits. I'm not going to lie. I'm grateful for what I get. But... I mean, I'm not under the illusion that anyone in government's out to help me or do me a favor. If anything, it's the opposite. They've been trying to drive me to in suicide, among other stuff. So, anyways, yeah, I'm going to check out that female-like trail. I'm curious. You know, just, I'm not, not to get freaked out. It won't bother me at this point. Cause nothing. Okay, is...
2: um, Snowcat in the chat room says, remember, you are a good person. It is not your fault. They are creating or inducing negative thoughts and feelings. Well, i, yes, I, I, I woke to, up to you that You really have to work hard every retraining your thoughts because that is true. They definitely can induce thoughts into your head, and they're more than likely going to be negative thoughts. Renata,
12: can. It
2: it takes a lot of work, but you can do it. One have you ever heard of a girl on YouTube,
12: she doesn't have too many videos, but she has a big Facebook page, Jennifer Aris, A-R-Y-E-S, or something like that? Hold
2: on one second. Yes, I have heard of her. I was just saying,
12: in one of her YouTube things, she said, like, um,
2: she hold said,
12: on. Uh, she's definitely a TA, but
2: okay, she said hold like... On. Uh, because, hold sorry. on, second, please. Hold on, I was just in the middle of my, my thought. Hold on, um, What I was saying, I was responding to Snowcat in the chat room who says oh. that um, they're creating or inducing negative thoughts and feelings, and I was agreeing with that. They guess um, uh, thoughts and feelings and emotions, all of that can be manipulated. That is very true. So we have to work real hard at retraining our brains to think positive. That's why I said try to pay attention to your thought process and, and and if you notice that you're thinking in the negative, try to change that to positive. Because one of the things that I've been doing since this targeting first started is because I get the stalking really heavy, you guys know that. So I would always tell myself before I go in a situation, okay, I know this is gonna happen, that's gonna happen, this is probably gonna happen. They're probably gonna do this, probably gonna say that. And that would kind of help to prepare me you know, and, and, it, and it really did help me to, you know, that, that whole shock factor was null and void. That didn't work. You know, they like to shock you. So that, that part didn't work anymore because I was already preparing myself for it. However, this past week, I've been trying to change that because I was running these negative thoughts through my mind. Okay, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. But now I'm more visualizing that stuff not happening. So in other words, I'm telling myself now, instead of saying these negative things are going to happen, I'm now telling myself when I go in there, I'm not going to have a problem. This is not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So I'm trying to retrain my thinking. So just to your point, um, Snowcat, it is true that we we are good people. You know, it is not our fault, and they probably are creating these negative thoughts and things. But we can can change that, you know, at least try. And the first thing is to just be in tune to that actually happening. And there are meditations and things that will help with that too, mindfulness and other, other types of meditation, if you're interested in that. You know, prayer, of course, and just paying attention to your thoughts and try to change it around. Okay, go ahead, Scott.
5: I was just going to say this
12: girl, Jennifer, said, like, um, based, based on what you used to wear a on, that mm-hmm. uh, every morning she has to, like, basically, like, retrain her brain or, like, unhypnotize herself because I, I'm trying to remember the technology. You know, the patents are out there, of course. Most, a lot of the patents are, like, the technology they use on us, but, you know, they hit us a lot in our sleep with, uh, what do you call it, dream injection and other stuff because it's easier to manip- manipulate the human brain in the Delta or Theta, whatever it is, pre-sleep and sleep stages. And, like... Uh, you know, like you're saying, you literally have to retrain your brain, and you have to like know who you are. I mean, I I've been like I've been I've never gotten to know myself so well, so to speak, because you have to. Because and you know, I do realize I'm basically a really good guy, good person, and we all are. And like I wrote in the chat room, that's why we're in this program, because like it's easier to like screw over somebody that's that's, that's forget that that's a generalization. But I'm saying like you really do have to retrain your brain because I I'm be, I have, like, for example, like this girl mentioned this thing. I've had dreams of, like, uh, involving neighbors and other stuff that there's just no way it fits into my framework. And everyone has weird dreams here and there, depending on what you eat before you go to bed or just whatever. You watch a scary movie. But the thing is, I've had dreams that are so atypical or out of, like, my, you know, my mindset that I know it was some kind of tampering. Plus, like, there's some things, like, that, like, uh, ordinarily I have no problem doing or during the day, or places like, you know, I'd go to, like, say, a certain store, but I'll have, like, like worries and anxieties that are not just, like, normal, like, from targeting, you know. Uh, it's, like, definitely, like I know when, I know myself too well. I have an obsessive compulsive disorder since I've been, like, five or six years old. I've analyzed things constantly, and I meditate for a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons is to slow my mind down, because most people with OCD live in the past and the, and the future and don't live in the present or mindfulness meditation, you know, to live in the Present, and so anyways, all I've seen is I've had you know a lot of thoughts and things pop out of my head that are nothing like the person I am that I know I am I mean, like you know intrusive thoughts that just make absolutely no sense, so I know like they're screwing with my mind so to speak they, they not, so to speak they are, and they have the technology to do it and I'm at the i i I believe a million percent now they can read our minds too, not just the self vocalizations. I know Charles, I mean, you yeah. mentioned uh, that like you don't believe they can read our minds, but basically like yeah. technology's there,
6: no, I never they said that, I never said that they can't okay, oh, I, I, said, I said that the technology is not as is not as a hundred percent as a lot of people think it is i yeah, I believe the technology exists, but it's not as if they don't have it nailed down like. A lot of people, like what everybody think it is.
12: Oh, I do know this much. They can manipulate my mind to a degree. I'm not proud to admit that. I'm not ashamed to admit that. It just is one thing. Like Renata's, I think it's one of the things Renata's flashy. It is. I've learned to just accept so many things, and it's made my life a lot easier. I mean, I'm not justifying one thing. Everything these things, these people, and watch my mouth. Everything they do is wrong, and it's illegal, or moral at the very least, but it's illegal. Otherwise, um. I was going to say.
2: But, That's uh, nothing to be ashamed of, Scott. You made the comment you're not ashamed of. You shouldn't be. These are machines, machines working against people. You know
12: what I mean? Well, you know, all of a sudden, the brain has no protection, no firewall. And especially when you're asleep, you're, you're most vulnerable. So, yeah, I, I shouldn't. Thanks, for Because, like, uh, I mean, you could talk macho and badass and tough all you want, but. If if they're, like, you know, using some of the computational power and the whatever, trillions of things a second, bits a second as opposed to, like, what humans can do, like, which is a few thousand or a few million, you know, we don't have, there's no, you know, there's no fighting certain stuff. It's not admitting defeat. It just is. It's the truth. They have technology. They've had a lot of this stuff, like, who knows how many decades. And, uh-huh. like... Uh, it's just like there's only so much you can do, and you just have to work on your mind as much as possible if you're T.I. And if you're just a regular person who's not getting targeted, you should disconnect yourself from, like, things. And I just not, I'm just not telling people how to live their lives, obviously, and I'll say, I've said this before. Disconnecting myself from the television, in other words, shutting off the cable service. I just watch them, like, horror movies, DVDs, you know. It's one of the best things I, I ever did for my mind because it literally does put you in a trance-like state the TV, and every time you watch it, you get in that trance-like state faster. So you're watching the news and other crap, and this ain't conspiracy anything. You believe this stuff a lot more easily. And, like, I, thankfully, I'm out of that loop. And it's been almost a year since I've, I've cut it out. So if anybody even wants to consider doing that, it's it's a hard thing to do. For me, it was easy, but it really will free your mind up an awful lot. And so getting off a lot of conspiracy websites, is like the Alex Jones, Jeff Renz type, like, you know, FEMA's going to get you, and this and that. There's a lot of bad stuff around the corner, but you know what? I had enough fear crap being perched oh. along, so I'm, I'm through with this other stuff. I, I'll keep myself informed and educated, but I'm just not going any more of these like, you know, uh, Planet X is going to hit us websites or
5: that pole
12: is going to reverse. And I, right, right, because you know what? I'm not uh, from Krypton. I'm not Superman, where I can like stop all this stuff from happening. I mean, I, I wish I had that kind of. The thing is, I mean, if you can't do something about certain things, you just have to let and I'm not being fully religious here because I don't belong to any, you just have to leave it in God's hands or fate's hands, however you want to put it. And I'm saying this in a non-sectarian way. But, I mean, like, um, there's just certain things that you just have to accept that makes life so much easier. It makes life easier accepting, not, not accepting, but not saying it's okay, that, like, um, I have zero privacy, that, like, I can't make these idiots go away. But as Renata said, if you focus on, like, a we of future, so to speak, I guess they'll fade in the background a lot more. You won't pay as much attention to them because they're no different than the bullied school. It's just screwing with people just for the fun of it, in their case, money, and to please authority. They're doing this stuff to get a reaction out of you, and it's taken me this long to re- fully realize it. I mean, like, um, wow. I, I keep on realizing new things about this program every day, learning more stuff. And you know what? I, maybe I should ease back a little and take just one day off because spent, I've spent literally every day hours a day listening to podcasts and reading up on gang-stalking. Seriously. I mean, you know, not everything I can. There's so much more I want to read, but it's not Well you do you to do have it.
2: to do your research though. I mean it's it's not a bad thing to be well researched because you have to know what you're dealing with. That's just reality. You know, okay. you really you really do need to know. So that that's not a bad thing.
12: No, it's but not I mean, more just overdo of- certain things a little bit but a favorite Charles, everyone else the more I learn about this program or what they've been pulling on me, the more I let them get away with, which is none of my fault whatsoever because they keep you in the dark for a reason. And supposedly when, like, you know, they want... Supposedly when you realize you're being, like, in a gang-stalker program, I'm assuming they want, it's because they want you to know you're in it. I don't know. But uh, the more I learn about, like, what they've been doing to me, the tactics and all that, part of my language, the more pissed off I get because I realize how I've been manipulated. And again, I don't blame myself. I'm not, you know, just brushing it off, but... This program is so massive. There's so much behind-the-scenes stuff between the technology and the, the boots-on-the-ground, so to speak, strategy and all the manipulation. It's like all of a sudden she's right, not just because she worked at Sony, you know, pictures or you know, an account or whatever, but she saw there's so much behind-the-scenes work, you know, writing the script out and doing the special effects, so to speak. So when they do the street theater and all this other stuff, you know, hours could have gone into that stuff, and they've done it like thousands or millions of times over, over you know, across the world to different people. So to us, it seems like, oh, holy crap, you know, this is like almost like magic, which it's not. But, uh, yeah, I just, I've ticked off the more I realize how I've been manipulated, how I let, like, total nobodies, people that, like, I've done nothing to pull this crap on me with the glares and the stares and the vehicular crap and all the other games and, like, subliminally, whatever they call it, making me feel like I did something wrong that I was mentally ill. Now, like, yeah, I realize they're absolutely blankety-blank crazy, Holy crap. I mean like I can't I mean and, and I've said before, they make total asses out of themselves, total fools out of themselves. And, and honestly God, putting myself in their place with a little empathy, I, I'm betting that at least some of them and I don't just mean in my case, all of us, other TIs in general, you think some of their per, some of the purposes get tired and bored of doing the same crap over and over week after week, year after year. I mean driving like I said and doing whatever the stupid crap they do or saying key words to try to get you set off. You you think they start like really hate their lives a little bit, but I, I'm assuming once they're in this program they can't get out. I don't know.
2: I think that um it would do everyone some good to um to make one of the goals for themselves to learn how to um ignore them a little bit more. You know, and and, and most most TIs are pretty good at ignoring the tactics of these people. Some of the stuff you can't ignore, you know, that's obvious. But the things that you can't ignore, you know, try to ignore some of that stuff. Just make that a goal because they just want to keep your head in the game. They want to keep your attention. You know, they get desperate when they feel like they're losing you. They get desperate, and they start doing all kinds of crazy stuff. But, you know, for the most part, we could just ignore that stuff and just keep it moving. Oh, I do.
12: I'm at the point now, thankfully, uh, where for the last few weeks or months or so, where I can ignore most of it. Yeah. What gets me so off is this. That I, I look at them and I think you complete blankety blank idiots. You know, uh you know, I just I, it's just like I'm at the point where it's like more annoying and disgusting. It's almost all annoying and disgusting. There's hardly any fear, it's just you know, why why are you doing this stuff, you know? I'm s I am i am just sick of it. You know, I'm sick of it. Well you emotions. know
2: what? In order for this to be successful, in order for this war against you, and I'm not talking about you Scott, I'm talking about us. In no. order for this war against us to be successful, we have to participate. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about you. I'm saying we, there's just a thought that's just coming across my mind right now. We they need us to actively participate. It's so a how do we, a yeah, so how do we participate? We participate by our reactions, you know, by our comments by our our fear, you know, that they put us through, by our uh, stop doing the things that we enjoy doing, stop going to places we want to, you know, that's all participation. And that's what they're looking for. So we have to try our best not to participate or at least, you know, a little at a time, you know, just start to do the things that you want to do, you know, and that, that just lets them know that you're not participating. You We're not consenting to any of this torture. We are not consenting to this stuff, period. You know? So let them play the game by themselves. We don't have to, we don't have to participate. Um, who's on the call from um, one? Oh, go ahead, Gary, and then I'll oh, find out.
4: Well, well, this is, uh, is kind of like what you're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. This happened not real long ago. However, it was probably before Christmas. Um, normally when I go out to different stores and stuff, uh, I would be by myself. But uh, I've kind of taken to going sometimes more with with somebody else with me.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, and usually uh, they I wouldn't get anything. I wouldn't really get much harassment of any sorts. But it's changed a little bit. So here – I can't believe I pulled this off so well. Uh, we went to a local store, and, and it just happens to be a store that the last two times that I was in there uh, – Mysteriously, a police officer would pull up after I went in, uh, mm-hmm. and I knew that, but I wasn't thinking about it that day. So we go in, and the the gal that was working at the cash register, she uh, she asked if I if we, or first of all what she said she looked at us and she goes, I I'm in here by myself. I, I it, and then she goes. It's all these people just came in like like they're following you, and,
0: mm-hmm. and
4: I and I laughed. I said, "Oh yeah, they follow us all around town." <laughs> all, right. Mm-hmm. all right, and I laughed, and because I was in a good mood when I went in there, I was like, "You're, you're, I'm not letting this destroy a good mood." Plus, I'm with somebody that can hear all this, and I don't really mm-hmm. care. So. So she helped us real quick, and then uh, I started making fun of the cash register uh, noise because it sounded like when Kramer, when Kramer goes, uh, he's making that click noise, right?
5: Mm-hmm. And
4: uh, and I said, well, okay, have a good day and all that. And I turned around, and as we were leaving, I looked outside, and there was a police car sitting there now.
5: Mm-hmm. And that,
4: that means somebody was in the store <coughs> probably mm-hmm. that whole time after we came in. Right, but it, but but anyway, I think I think they didn't know what to say or think about that because what I did is I jokingly acknowledged something that's a joke, right? Mm-hmm. But I also said these people all follow us around all over town, <laughs> so it it kind of did two things. It had a couple levels to it, and I thought you know that wasn't really bad to do it that way because I kind of said something joking and. Uh, it also could have been true,
5: right. but obviously,
4: obviously I wasn't upset by it. We we left laughing with smiles on our faces. <laughs> so yeah, that was a choice, but it was also it it helped it helped me to be with somebody else
0: at the time. I will admit that. The only thing's missing is
5: crickets.
12: Speaking <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. like I, I'm just saying, like I remember, like uh, about eight months ago, I had to go to this like place outside of Buffalo, town, outside of Buffalo. to have like a remote starter put in, and I remember going to this mall to kill time. They dropped me off there from the dealership, and like uh, you know, I walk into the mall, and there's a state trooper like speaking to like some lady. She looks like a mall administrator or whatever. And I remember walking past this uh, these two kiosks. A thing of standing in the middle of the mall, and this guy, like, from a store, and they, like, you know, mention, like, a real loud, and they're looking right at me, like, uh,
5: what's the great Trooper
12: doing here? We've never seen yeah. that before. I mean, the crap they do, they just children. But, um, I just thought I'd mention that, like, very like, uh,
6: they, they really,
12: like, they, again, they make complete idiots and asses out of themselves, everyone involved in this. Because I, I
6: can't,
12: I, look, I used to be, like, not super greedy, but I just can't. No, forget the money part. I can't, well, I can't picture doing this to another person, even for a lot of money. And as far as, like, revenge on, like, the people who have uh, made my life a little difficult, perpetrators, civilian and law enforcement and whatever pieces of crap, um, I wouldn't wish this on them. And I'm not saying I've had it so bad. I'm not crying victim and all that. But, you know, this this kind of like, uh, I don't know. It really it, You can really think about it too much. And, like, you get to the point where, Every police car you see, you think it's always for me or whatever. Or, like, um, every person looks at you a certain way, you know. And, I, and I, you know what? I'm beginning to separate the two. And, like, I'm refusing to respond to every little thing. I just, I'm just i tired of it. It's just it's most of this is the same crap. It's a theme with variations. You know, it's well, uh, specific to my mental, huh?
0: I
4: don't think any of us are anti-police. We're just anti the ones that are playing along with this.
5: Well, no, it's not yeah. really. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an anti-fag. I'm
12: anti-coward. I'm anti-bully. Not anti-copper. Say anybody that's abusing power right. over another person. I don't hate, but I just like have no respect. No. I think they're scum. That, that's all. It's not
5: anything. Cop doesn't really
4: do Here's what reminds me like of a good thing to do is to include people like that. person at the cash register. You include the store and get them involved. And also reminded me also of um, when you when you buy things you can get the warranty and I, I know it's kind of expensive and you think maybe you won't need it but they break things all the time so if you get the warranty it includes the people who made it and it includes whoever the warranty is and you can take it back and if they broke it in a weird way you can just say well I didn't touch it I didn't do anything to it and they'll know that they probably that it was broken by these
12: idiots. That's okay, good, okay. yeah. Well, it's so nice I, to I, watch some YouTube stuff or just read a thing. Oh, you won't see it in the paper, but to see some YouTube things, which I've never seen yet, but where somebody, with a uh, targeted individual of the YouTube channel, or more than one would be nice, actually had footage of their cameras. They were mm-hmm. not has cameras or whatever, or anyone, uh, indoor camera, which they seem to know all about. I wonder how. But it'd be so beautiful to see, like, you know, some perps caught caught committing a crime. And, like, so the follow up story, like the uh, yeah, DI press charges, not once have I heard or seen that. Not once. And, you uh, know, I'm, I'm no expert on this stuff, but, I mean, like, it'd be so nice to see some justice.
2: Okay, let me see. Um, who was that at uh, that? Uh, Arkansas. I just unmuted you. How are you? Uh oh, they muted themselves back. Okay. Um... Anybody else want
9: to speak? I I muted myself back when I got unmuted. (laughs) I was just listening to the guys talk. Um,
5: Oh, okay. I have a couple
9: of comments, though. Okay. Uh, Okay. Let's see. The one is for when the lady said about that uh, commercial (laughs) with FEMA.
2: Yeah, I think
5: that was Nancy.
2: Yes.
9: Yeah, that's who it was. And um, anyway, that just kind of confirms to me that apparently we must be winning somehow, even though it don't seem like it, because they always up the technology on us when we get the best of them. And I'm sure we all know from our researches that's what they want us to do. They want us to run to them so that they can of course Mm -hmm. be our saviors. And if they're starting to put stuff like that on the T V because there's a lot of people that still watch TV. I haven't in years. But anyway, um, very, very occasionally. <laughs> but um, anyway, that, that just goes to show, apparently, because nobody's running into their arms for to be saved, then that plan that they have is going south. It's soured on them.
5: That's which true. Which is good.
9: Which is That's- good for us. Even though mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it. And there was a other couple comments that uh, a couple of the guys were saying, but and one was about the dreams and stuff. Of course, we all know they project that into our head while we sleep anyway. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know, you're topic. right. You just
2: made me think of something. We got all the guys talking tonight. Did any, Anybody else want to speak? Any females? Star 8, if you, if you are on mute. Yeah, eight.
4: can I say something for a minute?
2: Yeah, well, hold on, hold on. Star 8, if you would like to speak because some people have themselves on mute, so I don't want to unmute everybody, but if you want to speak, start eight. And then I really apologize to the chat room because I asked you guys to put your comments in there, and then my uh, computer went offline again, so I didn't see the comments. So I apologize if I am missing your comments in the chat room right now. It seems like I can see the chat room for a minute anyway, so if you want to type something in real quick, I'll try to catch it, but I do apologize. Go ahead. All right. Um.
4: I. Uh, I wrote another article, and I. I wanted to give it to you all, and I hope you'll read it because I think that this whole thing can't end until this targeting is recognized because. Um. Um. They're following us all around, and it can't end because. Um, because it's all secret. And if people can recognize that this is going on, and I know it's the same old story, but I th- I think it can be recognized. I think we can teach people how to recognize it. And I've, I've tried to do that this article, and I wish you'd read it. I think that, um, you know, it just remains secret because we haven't done the – we haven't gotten um, – or taught people well enough and i'm just always looking for new things and i think i might have found something there's a um there's a video of um oh it was in 2008 when the um targeting when it wasn't out but bob woodward had a um show on and excuse me i'm i'm getting uh tongue-tied but bob Woodward, woodward was on 60 minutes And uh, it seemed like he was going to out this whole thing. And he actually did tell about it, but he didn't tell enough. So can I play this short video? It's just a minute and 30 seconds.
2: Go ahead, James. Okay. reports
4: For the first time, that
5: there is a secret behind the success
4: of the surge, a sophisticated and legal special operations program. This is very sensitive and very top secret, but there are... Secret operational capabilities that have been developed by the military to locate, target, and kill leaders of Al Qaeda in Iraq, insurgent leaders, renegade militia leaders, that uh, is one of the true. Breakthroughs of what we're talking about here. It's some kind of surveillance, some kind of targeted way of taking out just the people that you're looking for, the leadership of the enemy. If you were an Al Qaeda leader or part of the uh, uh, insurgency in Iraq or one of these renegade militias and you knew about what they were able to do, you'd get your ass out of town. There is another revelation in your book about U.S. intelligence, and that is just how closely we are watching the Iraqi prime minister, supposedly our ally, Nuri al-Maliki. There is significant surveillance of Maliki, and as one source told me, uh, we know everything he said. And uh, others I've talked to about that, you can't literally know everything, but we know a great deal. Okay, did, did you all hear
5: that?
2: Yeah. Yeah, see, the, they imply that those type of weapons are, you know, just for the Al-Qaeda leaders, but we know that they use that stuff on the general population, well, too.
4: Yeah, they impl- well, that's what they were using for there, and that's what the DOD calls them, um, the uh, CTTL, Plain uh, uh Continuous Tagging, Tracking, and Locating. Uh, yeah. C-t- yeah, CTTL. And I, I'm not saying call it that, but that's what they call it. That's what they called it in Iraq. And um, you you may have noticed that they said that, huh? that President Maliki was under significant surveillance. You, you all heard that. Well, the thing about that is he was targeted, or he is targeted. I don't know if he's still alive, but he, he was targeted, and they knew everything he was saying and everything. Okay. They could see everything he was seeing. Right. Does that make
5: no. sense? Oh. Yeah.
4: Mhm. So um see this is all out in the in the military of and people you know they're talking about it they're doing it all the soldiers know about this. All the um yeah, all the soldiers it's not a secret. It's not a secret anymore. They're just no they're no just saying, not, that, saying they don't know about it. Because they don't want to stop it because they've got, they've sold out to the military industrial complex and to the the fascist state, and they're just putting quarters and see all the money we pay in taxes is going to the military industrial complex because they're just they've run out of wars they don't have any more way to, to give uh, more money. To the military-industrial complex and the rest of the people, the rest of the uh, corporations, and they're doing it. They're doing it by preying on us now. They're we're the war. The, the U.S. is the war. Do you see that this is going to keep continuing to escalate with the surveillance and what they have to keep selling products to, to keep their coffers full and keep paying the salaries? You know, you want to see. People have jobs, but this is not a way to have jobs to to sell things to the U.S. to put everywhere to like surveillance. We're gonna it's gonna be like a a web of of surveillance,
5: yeah,
12: and it's not. Oh, no, that's another thing. Uh, speaking of like a uh, FEMA thing, uh, based on TV and movies, it's like surveillance is like supposed to be like commonplace now, and like oh, of course the, the NSA revelations. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think people would be in the streets going nuts, but it seems like people are being getting to accept it. Like you know, um,
5: yeah,
12: one that yeah, you know, Charles or not.
4: Well, they're accepting it like they accepted the bailouts and, and the
5: you know trillion right, right. dollars
4: in bailouts. We're paying for that. We're paying for all the surveillance. It's not yeah. coming free. It's but not, but, not, the but, government is uh, spying, and they're asking for it, but it's not needed. Nobody wants it. Oh, James, everybody they wants want, to get rid of it, in fact.
12: They're going under the BS thing again that it's for people's safety. And when the people have a personal stake in something, that makes it, like, acceptable and okay because they want the
5: big man to come out from say. under their bed Is and, like, you know, cut the head off.
4: Why didn't this protect us from all uh, the um, attacks? It, it doesn't. They just keep doing it because they they want to keep giving work and money to the, to Mark Marietta and um, you know General Dynamics and all those people who make weapons and and now they're making all this um, surveillance gear. It's, well, it's I, gotta,
6: not, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta disagree slightly. Okay, okay. I gotta disagree slightly Again. I don't think this I don't think this well, is, is the thing that's developed um how to make excuse me to make the money. I think this was always always on the plan. This was, I mean, on the play a long time ago. Okay, and this is
4: yeah, the development of what's going on right it's now. is stealing the money that we have. And, you know, they're going to do another thing with this, uh, another bailout, because the tanks are going to go. There's going to be no, another bubble. There already is another bubble. And it's going to happen again and again and again. And maybe we're going to be all destroyed because we're becoming a fascist, totalitarian state. That has to stop until that stops. It's going to keep getting worse and worse
12: and worse. James, because and that was the plan. Kind of anyway. I got to like, go Charles, this, this stuff has been in like, the works for a long, long time. Everything is planned. Very little that happens, like, yeah. prevent or by accident. Okay, they, and, and, and look, another thing, um, if they didn't have, like, enemies, like every single one created, they wouldn't have power. And these people are used to power as mm-hmm. though they're, 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 they're entitled to that power and like so they have to keep creating enemies why do you think the FBI is like? going to like, war like, with and stuff? No, they are trying to have a war with Syria they're trying to start a war
4: with everyone they can that's all they want to do is, is sell the bombs and the bullets and the guns that, that's all they want to do
12: you and can't keep power if you don't have fear. I mean, the
5: way the government works. It I the water, said, if you don't, don't live by fear, you're go not going to get up this power, ever. Out of your power. Taking money
4: out of the mouths of uh, needy families and the poor and, and for, uh, you know, learning, for schools.
12: I couldn't
5: agree and, more. This, is not, but, going, you know, this
4: just, is not going for anything productive. It's going for bull.
12: It's all going for destruction and poisoning the earth, killing people, just like in, like, uh, literally turn this, you can see it's really happening the one world government, because like, they're just, again, you can see it in the media more and more, is trying to like make everything like, you know, fall in place uniform, so all the surveillance isn't just like, for its own sake of power and control, it's all part of the plan, not to quote right. the Joker from the Batman movie, but it really is, all this stuff is like part of the yes, it movie, it's all to keep under control, it. it's to keep us under control,
4: and, and keep uh, prisoners for the prison Industrial complex and uh, just keep us slave, make us slave. You know, I,
12: you know, I didn't buy the slave thing for a while, but now, I, yeah, I absolutely believe you. Right on that, it's uh, it, it's slavery and it depends how you like. You know, like when you said like uh, gang stalking is human trafficking, I kind of understand it a lot better now. Um, but as far as well, like, you know,
5: if you look at if you look
4: at the CTTL, the So we're tracking, tagging, and locating, CCTL. This is basically slavery. We're slaves. You know, the TIs are slaves. And basically everybody can be a T.I. now. The way they've got it rigged up, everybody can be – they can transmit your DNA or whatever the hell they're doing to keep us, you know, whatever this residence thing is. They can do that to everyone in the the world, actually. That's what they work in the world, yeah. Except for the leaders. And um, you know we are all becoming slaves. If they don't end this, actually this the CTTL the targeting of of us is going to everybody. If they don't end that, nothing can end because um, they're get they're continually getting information from us, continually tra- tagging and tracking us, and following us around like bounty hunters. And that has to stop because nothing. You realize any, any activist who starts to do anything or any newscaster that gets out of, out of a favor with them or if they don't like something he says, they can edit it by going into his head with radar and, and forcing him to stop. Oh,
12: like the newscasts. You know, they've already done that. Uh,
4: people. They've already done that. Yeah. You know, the meltdowns that happened on air where the people started babbling, they can do that with anyone. Anyone is, is, we're all slaves. And until this targeting ends, we're all slaves. We have James, to work
5: hard to get it to end.
12: James, pardon me. You do realize, though, that part gang stalking, um, this is all part of the plan. Again, part of the control grid. I mean, part of controlling people. And it's like, and by using all the perps and seeing how they cooperate or won't cooperate, in most cases cooperate with authority. Right,
5: with little um, authority.
12: It just shows, like, it's just like bringing things under control where people, like, are willing to do bad stuff. And it's just, mm. every every bit of this data is being analyzed, and it's going to be used. Everyone, in fact, like, you talk about slavery. Right. Our perps are slaves, too, because they don't have much in the way of free will. They've been brainwashed. And it's just like, you're talking an end to this stuff. I'd love nothing more. All of us would know.
4: much is much, wor- much worse than the Stasi state, because they had a, they all use handwriting to write in the Do you think These people are taking digital... Uh, digital data and storing it all and putting it out, we can all we can all be controlled remotely, automatically by computers. We can all be controlled by computers. Do you realize that with this stupid targeting, they could yeah. do stuff with, by computer automatically without even any these fuck these oh, excuse me these perks oh. don't know that they're working. They're going to be replaced by computers. You know, it, it, it's it's going to be like a high-tech thing if they have a actual operator. It's not going to be uh, operators anymore.
6: They're going to use computers.
5: Hey, hey, about, I think, man,
6: we're slipping back into the thing what um, Renata was wanting about us as far as, um okay, um focusing so much on what they do. It's like it seems hopeless and all that. Okay, you, but it really is not. Okay, it's really not that. I mean, okay, you saying that they can they can use computers. Okay, we can use them too. Okay, and a whole number of things we can do. But it's
4: not it, it's not hopeless because we can wake everybody up if we yell loud enough. I know it seems like you know it's not working, but it's not working because people aren't getting passionate about it. They're right. like Pete Santilli right. is starting to you know come out and advocate for us. We have to get people like that. And until we wake them up and tell them this is slavery, you're not going to get rid well, of it. Well you know what?
2: <laughs> yes, we we need we do need people like that on our side. But we can become people like that. Well we're standing right. up for ourselves yeah, we can. In the same way that Peter yeah. is standing up for us. We don't want to stand up for ourselves either. Um but well, okay, we, I wanna well hold on you guys. I wanna see somebody just join the call. Um Denise, is that you?
11: Yes. Hello, Renata.
2: Hi, Denise. You always put a smile on my face. How are you?
11: And you also to me. I'm okay. I'm okay.
2: Good, good. How's your new year been so far?
11: Uh, well, <laughs> I'm trying to um, stay positive and keep laughing and smiling. And, you know, it's kind of hard, but it's okay. I won't complain because I know me and... It's just mess. you know my gang stalking is picked up my the police follow me now, oh, I oh. I, yeah I get pulled over for whatever little reason, but they're pretty oh. nice. The town I live in is pretty nice. But other than that, other than that, you know I work I actually work for the government so I can see little things around there. You know just the same old stuff. But God is good in my life and I'm picking it up more this year. So Not for you. What, oh yeah. That's what oh, I'm I have sorry
2: to hear. that Denise. You know you're a real strong person, so you know they're going to try to intimidate you more.
11: Yeah, cuz I've already told them that what I'm due to cuz I know uh, a family of perpetrators that are have really bothered me and I've actually I've been tased. I it, that's what they call it, tased, because I have voices go. I have synthetic telepathy they talk loud and clear and uh it's just ridiculous how the mayor and the police department has let this individual just mm-hmm. these individuals just talk loud and clear and it's it's nothing you know and it's people around me and they starting to mess you know they, they scare you you say stick up for ourselves but then they try to use these fear tactics
7: and they want yeah. you to be
11: to do anything because so, my daughter is starting to say, you know, she's getting followed. And, and what's this new thing, deer in the headlights? She said this man was following her, in her head. His headlight is right in her rear view. And then I was reading something about some kind of game they played called deer in the headlights or something. I don't know. Oh, I don't
2: know. And so they're following they, your
11: daughter now? They're, 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 I think they are. And she says, you know, they're staring at her gang, gang stalkers, like followers us car following her with the headlights, you know, in her in her rear view and then uh in the grocery store she says somebody just stands there and stares it's The same thing that I was going through and now they now what I was getting teased for people are starting to see is is real. And now all of a sudden people don't like it. You know, the word is getting out there and um, you know, I'm getting a little more sympathy but it's nothing changed. You know, I, I call internal uh, affairs and no one calls me back. I call the police department. Nobody calls me back. I call and i talk about them and nobody calls me back. It's just ridiculous to me. I'm just, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm just uh, fed up.
2: Well, you know what? I, I, I know that feeling. I'm so sorry that's <laughs> happening to your daughter and I'm sorry that it picked up on you too. But, you know, we just have to refocus our energy somewhere else because they don't deserve our energy. Um, you know, you're, you're good about ignoring them and things. So just just stay strong. You're
11: on, yeah, that's the key is to stay strong because... And you're um,
2: out there in Missouri where all that stuff is happening too. I know you're not right by Ferguson, but, you know, you're in that Missouri area. So.
8: I, I, Are you I, in
9: Missouri?
8: Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I
9: am. am. Who is this? I'm just below you. I'm in Arkansas. I'm not from oh, okay. Arkansas. I just live here.
8: Okay. Well, hello. Maybe,
9: maybe sometime, hi. Maybe sometime we can chat or something. Yeah. And Denise, Denise, that is Willow that's speaking. That's
2: Willow. Willow?
9: Yeah. Yeah, I'm Willow. Do you have Facebook? I'm not I do far
11: Facebook.
9: either. I'm sorry,
11: what? <laughs> I do have Facebook. Do you have Facebook?
9: No, I don't get on that. And... Thank goodness I didn't. I heard some stuff really here recently about it, so
5: yeah, it's I can't
9: not that even. Good. But we I can can't understand. even get online anyway, so yeah. Oh. I, get a lot I can of only travel. Facebook. And I can
11: only talk on the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm 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 going through Ronaldo, so I must have did something because I actually got taped real good, and I think it's actually uh uh. Making me be sick because I've been sick. Um, my eyes are are good, yeah. oh, I finally I had to go to the doctor. I gave it. I went to the doctor. Gave me some flow Nase nasal uh spray that um is a steroid to uh, uh-huh. strengthen. He said to strengthen the, the I don't know, and so that seems to help some, but and I didn't get sick until after I got tased really good one night. And then they try to make me pee on myself at night. They run water. You know, I might have the urge to go to the bathroom. And so they'll run water to make me, you know, they try to play games, and I I beat them out. But um, it's just ignorant. It's just so darn ignorant.
2: So, Denise, when did you get pulled over by the police?
11: I got pulled over by the police. My tags were 30 days out, and I knew – I was gonna go that Friday, the Thursday. My my uh, license was thirty days past due, and they usually let you get by with thirty days, and then that, that next day they're gonna get you. So it was New Year's Eve, or the okay. New Year's Eve, and uh, they pulled me over at night. Two police officers, and I was fully loaded. And when they came to the car, I told them, I said, I have weapons in the car, and then one is up there, and one is right there. I said, so uh, my insurance card is in there with that one, and so therefore I'm not going to get my insurance card out. And he was like, ma'am, I understand. I said, would you like me to show you my concealed carry license? He said, no. He said, but I said I was going tomorrow to get my tag. I, I actually took off work. And um, no, actually the government gave us the next day off, that Friday off. I said, and I'm <laughs> going tomorrow. I said, I would appreciate if you just give me a warning. And uh, actually, the Blue Springs Police are really pretty good. Uh, I actually hit them to what's going on. A lot of them did not know. A lot of police officers don't know mm-hmm. what's going on, that they could be listened to and and brain mapped and recorded. They didn't know.
5: So mm-hmm.
11: uh, the times I have went down there and, and uh, recorded this, a lot of them didn't know. And their eyes are, you know, they just get real big eyes. And I take information with me because I, I uh, uh, make copies and – but um, so they're not too bad. They're not bad at all. I've only had one incident where they put me over and he claimed I was speeding. And then he asked me, he said, don't you want to ask me something? I said, ask you what? And um, so he gave me a warning also. So they kind of mm-hmm. – they're trying to work with me. They're trying to befriend me, actually, but I don't trust none of these people. I don't trust anybody, actually. Until you give me reason to trust you, I don't trust you. I've been meeting guys. I get guys on Facebook asking to befriend me that I don't know. Those are set-ups. And there's some kind of game called Love It that I've read information up on that they're playing, and this is Mm -hmm. funny and fun to the perpetrators. And uh, Mm -hmm. I don't play that. I had one come up to me today at the store and try to talk to me. Then she said, well, let's go over here and, and look for a frame for this picture. And I looked at her and I turned and went the other way. You know,
5: yeah.
7: you know that's really good that you get to um, talk to the other officers because you know what's going to happen from that? They're going to go talk to some of their partners like Monet in the room, you know, kicking it or hanging out. They're going to be talking about that stuff. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah they know about it. And, and, and actually, the police
11: chief, he said, uh, she said, yeah, some state, actually, he said, it's coming. I said, there are laws in some states, like in Texas, against electronic harassment. And he said, yes, he said, but it's very slow in coming. It's very slow. I said, it's going to be here. And they don't let me fill out a, a police report, per se, where I can do anything about it. They write some kind of little report. But it's not one of those ones that you can follow up on and, you know, uh right. go get, give to the prosecutor and all of this and put a warrant out. It's not like that. Uh it's just a little written something. So I said, as long as you have it written down because if this person come, I have not changed Renata, I'm like if this person come within I put out my own peace bond and my own uh ex parte, he has so many feet to come within to me. Because he could have a, a direct energy weapon and he could very well point it at me and kill me. My life is in danger 24 7, and that's what I tell them. And I think they're trying to show me that it's not, but this person, I think that their family has equipment of their own. Mm
5: hmm. See,
11: so they're torturing me on kind of like maybe they worked for, maybe they were recruited and then got in trouble. Recently, their family got in trouble, so I don't know. Some of the some yeah. of the uh, torture has stopped, but man, I don't know who. I really don't know who really tased me really good. So every every night, every morning when I wake up, my legs feel like they're asleep. I'm just getting <coughs> the, the small no amount number. of electricity sent through my body. But one night it was really really bad, and I know what people mean when they say they get it, because that was the first time, and it was really really bad. I could not move. Oh, wow, that's scary. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else on the call had felt that, but I couldn't move. It was a tase, it was, and they said, yeah, we tased you because you're well, not I, supposed I to talk. Well, I get that in talk. a different way. Yeah,
2: I get that I can't move my body, but in a different different way than you described. Uh-huh. But that's a, I yeah, used that's to get
7: the zaps. Yeah, that, that's scary. Yeah, because that's it. You know that's doing something to our health. They're that's taking our- years off of our health. When you say when you say lays, I'm, I'm wondering if you're talking about being zapped, or are you I'm talking too. about actually being tased? You
11: know is, what I mean? Is, is zapped, tased, whatever they call it, tased? Is zapped? Oh. Uh, is microwave, I don't know what kind of weapon it is. My, whether it's <laughs> microwave, whether it's EMF, I don't know what anymore. I'm just just appalled. Okay, well, I just don't well let me don't just know try.
7: I'm gonna describe what they did. Okay, when I was getting a out, it was like somebody hit me with a little bit of fire. It's not like that. No, I get I have gotten that too. I get that
11: too. Oh, okay, so you're actually getting tased. This was tased like like they hit you with an electric shock
7: and you're just okay.
11: Can't freaking move and it's like shaking or whatever. And um it's just a mess. Just a mess. But I won't get in my mouth is too big <laughs> and they want me to be over some, they asked it for uh, volunteers for the civil rights uh, group at work. I'm like, yo, you guys don't really want me in that because I would probably not have a job because my mouth is too big. I'll tell everything I know. Yeah, that's I know why hate it so hard
2: too. Cause they know you, you, you got to tell. And that's good. You are supposed to expose it. Um, uh, just to let you guys know, this call may automatically hang up at any moment, so I'm not hanging up in your face if it hangs up. And thank you everybody for, um, for for coming today. And we'll be here again next Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 Eastern. So we can talk until it until it cuts off. But I just want to let you guys know that. But I want to know is um, is Anna still here? My, my yes, chat I am. Room, my chat room is all messed up, so I I apologize if you anybody's trying to get unmuted and i can't do it um anna how are you how have you decided whether or not you're going to tell your son
3: yeah i'm still thinking about it i mean more than likely i, I don't think i have much of a choice hey anna it's debbie in virginia beach hi deb hey there
9: <laughs> how you doing Good. I jumped in on this call really late, but uh, I I
8: finally heard somebody I recognized, so I decided to speak up. And who was that?
2: Did you say Debbie?
8: Yeah. Yeah. Hi. I don't know. I, uh, I came well. in late. Okay. Well, I'm glad
1: you
7: came. Sorry, um, we don't have a whole lot
2: of time left. But did you want to say anything?
11: No. Anna's got the floor. No, let her talk. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay.
5: Anna. Um just yeah, to
3: absolutely um, i do wanna i do wanna say that um they supposed to be on the twentieth i there's this woman who opened up a petition on change dot org and she's calling you know for people to go on change dot org and sign a petition for um gang stalking, electronic harassment, and you know um everything else that we experience, but then, on the twentieth, she also wants people to you know whether you decide to take to twitter or facebook, and also she has she has telephone numbers listed on there to call um to reach people at the White House on the twentieth of January. So, if you guys want to take a look at that, you know, probably once again, our voices can try to be heard. You know, um, I don't know what good it'll do, but maybe see if we can attract attention. That. Okay, thank you for that information. I've actually
5: done
11: that before, Renata. I've actually done that before they're like two oh two numbers area code, and actually, when I did that, I think that's when I got a release and uh I think that's when uh one of my perpetrators probably got uh demoted the one the main one that was probably torturing me, so okay. I think those numbers do help when we call and when we fill out those uh petitions and everything. I think it does help, but they don't stop We're. Just, up. We're, we're, we're
1: just...
2: Well, here's the thing about them not stopping. We we cannot. We have no control over what they do. We just have control over ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, and how we react to it. So the best thing we can do is be prayed up, you know, number one. But uh, try not to react to to their tactics, you know. Uh, because if we do, that's giving them power. And I know we're human and we're going to react. You know, I react too. And we all know that we get more of what we react to, and that's probably why the police harass me so bad, because I guess at some point I must have reacted to them uh, in a big way. And so that's why they harass me that way the most. Well, that in the grocery store. They try to kill me in the grocery stores. Um, But, you know, so we just try to just keep on keeping on and just, let it be less of them and more about us, you know. Because they're gonna, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. They're getting paid to do it. They're, they're. I believe, in my opinion, they're under heavy mind control themselves, you know. So, um,
11: if they try to kill you in the grocery store, hon?
2: Oh, I say that. I, I, I use that as a figure of speech because the attacks in the grocery store for me are atrocious by the employees. And that could be any store, not necessarily grocery store, uh, any store. The employees, they like to target me with employees, and the employees harass me a lot in the stores, a lot. But you know what? I can't worry about it. I have to just, you know, I'm going to go to the store.
7: (laughs) So, can you do it? I have a question. Yes. I just want to know something. Have anyone ever experienced like? Have they ever tried to permanently um, uh, get rid of anybody else's memory? Well, you know, stress can can cause memory loss. Um, No, Uh, I'm talking about I'm talking about when they put they put some stuff in my car. Like uh, this is about in nineteen about two thousand and one, no two thousand. That I was in my car, they have put some um, brown, they said it was sulfur when I le- listened to the tape, but they had put so, uh, sulfur, they said it was sulfur, and um, they put it in my car, and it was trying to, uh, I lost my memory for a few hours. Like I couldn't know my mom's phone number, I didn't know how many kids I had, I didn't know I was leaving, I didn't know I was going to Portland, I was stuck in Grand Pass, Oregon, and they had to, my mom had to come get me. I was just wondering if anybody ever experienced that. If they ever tried that with someone else, they did that to my um, ex fiance. He was
11: just driving along, and he couldn't remember where he was or who he was or whatever. So, you think it's a chemical they put in the car?
7: Yeah, when I listened to the tape, it said sulfur. Oh. And then I went and looked it up on the internet. It said it's supposed to cause permanent brain uh, loss. Wow. But it didn't work on me. But I have I have, didn't, I I didn't have
2: I have heard um other T I say that there are chemicals being put in their cars. I have heard that
7: before.
11: I, yeah, well, I, I know now that the, the air filter. I've experienced some of that because my car
7: it doesn't smell like sickles or something. Sometimes well, I I can don't get know, I I smell of- anything. But with me, I didn't feel anything. Only when I turned my heater on did I started feeling like I had a, a form of some type of a flu. You know how, like, when you're, you know, you're about to get, like, a flu when it's coming on? I yeah. felt like that, and I called my mother, and I told my mom, I said, Mom, I'm coming down with something. But I was like, but it, it's like, it feels like the flu, but it's not. Then right after that, boom, I was in the hospital and didn't know how many kids. I didn't know my name, didn't know the president, didn't know nothing. So, uh, they kept me there for a few hours, and then the next day I was able to have my memory back. But every once in a while, I get glitches. Like, my brain freezes. Like, I I may do something and, and I'll just forget just like that, but then it'll come back.
12: Actually, I like, did. I was going to say, I was speaking to my therapist yesterday, and I've had this during a few sessions where, like, I'll be talking and, like, I'll be totally focused and out of nowhere. Like, my mind will just go blank. You know, I forget what I was talking about, and I have this more than ever. I don't have memory problems or anything like that. And I also noticed this, uh, you know, like, some people have a twitch, like, say, usually in the right eye. Like, it looks like a nervous twitch, like Tourette's. I it. had that, it's, too, yeah. Well, I get that now and then, and it's not anxiety. It's not obsessive-compulsive disorder. probably, It's not Tourette's. My dog doesn't think it is. Um, I honestly believe it's being electronically induced. I've been on this call a few times where, like, I'll just get, be speaking for a while and I'll just start twitching on the right side. Like my back will twitch, my face will twitch just on my, my, my eye, plus like around my mouth, the right side. And like, there'll be just times where like out of nowhere, I just forget what the hell I was talking about. And I, yeah, sometimes I do rattle on so much, where, like off center. I mean, off topic a little bit, but usually I'm pretty much focused and all that. So definitely I have zero doubts that like it's some kind of electronic interference and like more than ever, I believe this stuff they can do everything with the brain because I'm trying to remember how it works, but they could do a thing where they match your brain frequency. You don't need necessarily to have an MRI done, but they know what the frequency your brain operates on, and they can inject thoughts, so to speak, or mess with your brain in a way that you don't even really, like really notice. You'll think of your own thoughts. Uh, in other words, like they'll use the frequency your brain operates on, but I've, I've had like, somebody like you're talking about, like where it's just like I start twitching, and, 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 or,
5: and
12: or I'll just forget what the hell I was talking about 100%, and that's not me. I know mm-hmm. it's not me. You know, so you know and you're not the only one. plus I mentioned I had that you know, like months ago or two weeks straight the same time almost every night for about an hour, hour and a half I just fell asleep I couldn't fight it I just and it wasn't anything I ate or any medication I'm on a small tranquilizer dose and I fell asleep so like for about two weeks straight, you know, being asleep for a couple hours, you know, I literally, like, somebody knocked me out with a tranquilizer. So, uh, I don't want to know what happened during that time. Maybe it's just like... Okay, know,
2: somebody has really bad feedback on their phone. Yeah, I am not that.
12: that.
7: It's not from me, but... Oh. that's my part, you guys. I'm going to go. I'll talk to you later.
2: That's, that's okay. That. Yeah, the phone is about to cut off anyway, you guys. Um, so I want to thank you. Finish your
12: thoughts, Scott. I don't want to cut off on you. Oh, it's okay. I, pretty much, sorry, I was going to say, I just have like, uh, I've definitely had electronic interference as far as, like, when I'm speaking, getting twitches where I shouldn't have them. And also, of course, like, uh, having thoughts that absolutely have nothing to do with the person I am. Because essentially, I do know who and what kind of person I am. And, like, I have just... And they're not just like things with people OCD or you don't have to have obsessive compulsive disorder to have intrusive thoughts, but I've had some weird ass stuff and it's just not me. So, you know, like they try to make it look subtle, but it's just like, uh I, I know when my mind's being messed with. Usually it just goes along the lines of what I was talking about earlier on other calls here where like, uh, I'll feel compelled to look in a certain direction, and there'll be some slob, loser, scumbag, piece of crap, useless, waste of flesh neighbor or cop or some other perpetrator staring at me or doing something stupid. But, I mean, like, it's like, you know how you just casually look around? I don't even notice it. I don't even hear, I don't hear a voice in my head like, look over here. I just feel the urge to look in, in the mirror of the car or, like, walking down the street whatever or just sitting in the driveway. I'll see the person or whatever the purpose it's like it's like look over here kind of thing so I, I know my mind's being messed with and that's another thing I accept but I don't like but I accept it because I'm not if I were to get nuts over every little thing I'm aware they've been doing to me and they've done to me my head would explode like out of a horror movie or something like that so you have to accept certain things. It's just like you have to try to forgive these people. I mean, all there wasn't for that, for that. But, I mean, like, I'm for forgiving, like, you know, we've talked about before, for my own peace of mind. Nothing to do with these people. I love nothing more than to see them, like, well, go to jail, get sued, and all that. But I don't think that's going to happen ever. But...
2: Well, they're, 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 their fate awaits so... them.
12: I, I, I'm not religious. As you know, I do believe in God a million percent, but I'm not religious in the, you know, belonging to a, particular religion. It doesn't even
2: right? have to be a religious thing. It's just coming back. I mean, well, I, I, karma, I out it, there I hope back.
12: you're right. You probably know your faith is incredible. I, I'm not jealous of it. I I wish I could share it. I just, wow. I'm, I'm not a fatalist. I, I like to consider myself a realist, and you're obviously a realist, but I mean, like, uh, I, I'm just tired of seeing, oh, the bad guys win, not to sound simplistic, but they keep but getting you know away with one just,
2: the only thing you need to you have to focus on is make it a personal win for you. Move forward with your life, and that's going to be a personal win for you.
12: Oh, right now I'm working on that too. Honestly, to yeah, it's just I know. like every now and then, it just gets frustrating to see these morons do the same thing over and over, getting some laughs. Even though I know, I know it. I bet my life on it that as people, they're not like they're empty inside. You know,
11: they have to be.
2: Yes, there. they
12: are.
11: Yeah. Okay,
2: um, Denise. Denise, yes, stay honey. strong, okay. I hope things get better okay.
11: for you. I'm going to get on the call earlier uh, next Sunday. Okay, I'm so gonna... we're
2: here. Yeah, we're here at two two Pacific Standard Time, which I think is four your time. I think you're two hours ahead, if I'm not mistaken.
11: Central times. Yeah, yeah.
2: So it'll be four your time next Sunday. And, okay. Um, and everybody else, just just stay strong. We can do it. We can do it. Yeah, I don't know is,
1: what they got
2: planned for. Yeah, tomorrow is tomorrow is Martin Luther King's uh, holiday. So let's just, we didn't even talk about that today, which I had planned to. But you know, everybody pretty much knows what he stood for. So let's just think about that, what he stood for. Mm-hmm. Um, think about one day we need to have our own movement to try to get to get this stuff to stop. You know, he was brave. You know, he was really brave. He had a lot coming against him. He had J. Edgar Hoover and the boys, you know, after him. And eventually Let me let
6: me let me uh say this, okay? okay? Okay, before
2: you say that, you're gonna cut off in about maybe one or two minutes. So go ahead. We'll let Charles end it. And thank you everyone. I really appreciate you guys um coming thank out you. today. And have a blessed week,
6: everybody. Go ahead, Charles. Oh, thanks again. All right, is that? Thank
2: you, Scott.
6: Thanks a lot. Okay. Um. Um. King not only went against the um status quo, but he
5: went.
6: He went against his um um own personal. I mean, not his personal, but his own. Todd okay, because he was a blue too and that's what helped Dunham and also.
5: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say that again. I must have missed
6: up. He was a boule too.
5: Boule? Is that what you
2: said?
6: Yeah, yeah, okay. But he went against. He went against. He went against the thing. And word is that's what helped gentleman also.
2: Oh, Okay. So Charles is saying that he was a boule, which is a secret society. For those of you who don't know, a secret society member. I've heard that too. But nevertheless, yeah. he, 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 he has he has do some good things, you know, for all of
6: us. But that's what I'm people. trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. You went against the grain, okay, as far as that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh,
2: I see what you're saying. Okay. In other words, you're saying he wasn't supposed to do all that good, but
6: he did. Right.
2: Okay.
11: I, he was probably targeted his own so he was this not. This is not new. He was probably microchipped and targeted too. I believe it. Yeah, he. Yeah, he was targeted. He definitely was targeted. They, you know, over mm-hmm. the last several years, they released tapes
2: and everything where they were wiretapping him, flying right. him around, and all
11: of that kind of stuff. And we know that they,
2: they, he-
5: they had. <laughs> him.
11: What year was did he pass? Was it sixty eight? Uh, yeah, like 68, 69,
2: somewhere around there? 68? Yeah. hmm yeah. Yep. Yes, he was definitely targeted. He was.
11: Mm-hmm. And he kept yes. going on with right. it, too.
2: Yeah, he did. He was a very brave man. He, You know, he had to be. And his it's funny for was, having a conscience in this world. You do. Yeah. And, you know, uh, people see him with that whole civil rights, uh, movement and all those people behind him. But when he first started, it was just him. You know, it was him, and then his movement grew eventually. But he, you know, he was he was on his own for a while, and then he got a little small crew with him, and then it grew and it grew and it grew.
7: You mm. know,
2: but he he didn't like what he saw, and that's where change begins. When you don't like what you see, you you know you try to change it, and that's what he did. And he I paid that for that mafia
12: thing from day one. Excuse me. That mafia, for the, the African-American mafia Charles mentioned, was he part of that from, like,
6: the beginning? Yeah. From yeah. the beginning, Charles? Yeah, yeah, he was in it. I mean, he was in that. I mean, yeah. I okay, and also a Mason, him. okay? And also a Mason, and he went against all that, okay? and
11: Because you join those groups and you don't know what they stand for.
6: yeah,
11: in them. And then you start hearing things. You know, you think they're good. I think. That's what I feel. They don't tell you everything when you join.
12: Actually, supposedly all cops become Masons. I'm not sure how true that is. I've never really researched. I've heard somewhere. That's one of the reasons they're so loyal to each other. I don't know. But, Mm
2: -hmm. um... I know people who are former Masons, and, and you're right, Denise, um people that I know, they didn't know what they were all about until they got in there. And then they thought, oh, no, I don't want to, you know. And I guess from what I understand from the people I know, that they do do some good things, like some community outreach and that kind of stuff. And then it has that whole pyramid effect, too, where everybody that is a member does not know everything that's going on. It depends on where you are in the pyramid. Mm -hmm.
5: Mm -hmm. So,
2: So you're right. Some people don't know, because at one time, I, I knew someone that was an eastern star and which is the female version of the, the Masons Mason. and, and she invited me to do it and I was, I was thinking about it I was, oh, this sounds kind of cool but then I never did it you know I never did it never went to any of the meetings or anything like that she mentioned it once but she never mentioned it again but I'm really glad that I did you know uh-huh. I, I didn't know I just thought hey this is a cool social club you know mm-hmm. and I'm not a social person so maybe this will help me come out of my shell but I thank God I never did it because now I know that they're the female version
11: of the Masons.
6: Mhm. Uh-huh.
5: Thank God you
11: didn't join, Granada. Thank God. Well, I didn't even. I, I mean, say the symbol
6: is that is the, is the um, upside down pentagram, right? Is what? This upside down pentagram.
2: I have no idea because I don't even want to make it sound like I almost joined because someone just mentioned it to me. She, she told me. She said, "I joined the Eastern Stars. You should join." And was mm. that. I never went to their building. Don't know what their building is. I never looked into it or anything like that. But she
12: mentioned it. you You would have quit eventually once you found out if it was bad. You would have quit. You just you're not the type of person you like live You wouldn't be able to live with yourself being part of something like evil. And then I would
2: have got stuff even worse than I am now. Duh,
12: that's right, guys. Once you get to certain programs, you can't leave. Duh. Yeah, that's
9: Duh can't get out and and they're satanic worshippers they don't even know that they're actually marrying the devil or satan or whatever and they hide behind their holy bible and Mm. they they, you know and i'm not putting down the bible or anything
1: i'm just saying they either half of them don't realize it or they think it's really cool